Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Excuse me. Yeah? Do you have the uh, new Depeche Mode record? Yeah, it's over there. But it sucks. <laughs> well, do you have the latest Pixies album? Yeah, but it sucks. All that new stuff sucks, but it's over there. You know, actually, I was thinking of getting into something vintage anyway. Uh, I don't know, maybe The Doors? Really? Never had you figured for a Doors fan. I'm not really a Doors fan, but sure, I'd like to get into them. No, 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 my friend. Doors fans aren't made. They're born. I think right now in Africa, there's some guy madly beating on a drum. He's a Doors fan. Or an old lady on the bus sucking humbugs. She's a rider on the storm, but she ain't never heard the sounds. Stoppies. Hey, Stoppies. It's, it's your boy, Mike Dunn. <laughs> this is how we start our show. <laughs> there's no there's no set, you know, uh, introduction. Well, there is. There's kind of a, I mean, there's a framework that we... <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Look, st- stop trying to impose your rules and, and labels on me, man. You know, I'm a, I'm a free spirit. You're a free spirit. You're, bi- you're banging a, on your I'm drum. I'm a rider on the storm. <laughs> Oh man, yes, Stoppies, that's right. It's uh, it's time for us to tackle another bloated sacred cow of music today because we're gonna be talking about the doors on uh, Make It Stop Bad Music. Good times. Uh, and as Mike said, he's one of the hosts here. Or maybe he didn't say that. He just said. I just said I'm Mike. He's Mike. That's who I am. Here, here. Yeah, that's yeah. Just like you know, Jim is. Mr. Mojo Ryzen. Yeah, he's the Lizard King, man. <laughs> um, and I'm Heather Mack, and I'm your other host. And uh, yeah, we're 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 fucking all Lizard Kings today. We're uh, maybe Peking Kings and New York oh. Queens. So we, uh, <laughs> think that's think that's what we are today. Oh, rough. Uh, it's a rough time. It's a rough time post uh, Jim Morrison death. It was also kind of a rough time. 
pre-death. There was like a lot of bad stuff happening with uh, this band, The Doors, even though they occupy such a hallowed space in in rock and roll history. And to parse through all of those those complex feelings, uh, we have comedian Ethan Marsh here on the show with us today. Hey, how's it going? You, you gotta talk like that. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Start out with a cool voice. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right, you're already cut. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> all right, and that is it. Make it stop. Uh, it's on Twitter. <laughs> you just gotta sound like you're like slithering around in a pair of leather, you know, fucking it's pants okay. and like a single like pouch of unknown origin. <laughs> well, for this album, you want to sound like Rayman Zarek, which oh. is like uh, like a like, like an old man falling down the stairs <laughs> uh, <laughs> over and over, or again. just like a like a like a game show host who had like a psychotic break and is just like exactly. <laughs> Hey guys, out on the on Skid Road. I like to rock. (laughs) I'm into rocking. Have you guys rocked? Hello there, fellow (laughs) Doors fans. (laughs) And that's you know when you hear this music, you're like, this shit is fucking edgy. (laughs) Yeah, this guy is not afraid to talk about rocking and rolling. Not afraid to talk (laughs) about birds appearing or mosquitoes. You know. Biting, molest, molesting. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to no <laughs> man molesting mosquito. Lazy phoned in mistake of an album. <laughs> exactly. They didn't even put that into Babblefish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I do with all of my lyrics. <laughs> so so yeah. So we should clarify. So this is a Doors album. We're yes. doing full circle by the Doors. Yes. But this is a Doors album that was released after. Jim Morrison had already passed. It was the second album released after Jim Morrison had died in a bathtub. Yeah, so not th- just say passed. Exactly. And the, <laughs> as he festered. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Literally, while they were waiting, they couldn't even get out of the bathtub before they were like, uh, we've got some demos, me and the boys we're working on. <laughs> like, and that's what I was talking to you guys about, where it's like literally going up to like his widow and being like, listen, I know I have a complicated relationship with Jim because yeah. he was an abusive. Cheated, abusive, horrible guy. But you care a lot for him. I know this is hard, so you have a lot of feelings, but we wrote this song about like hanging out on the farm. Yeah, we I'm sorry, we have to we have to exhume your 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 late uh you know boyfriend's body to put exactly. together good rocking. Exactly, definitely. <laughs> and could we wear the pants? Can we literally wear his I've always Can wanted I just to wear the pants? Yeah. <laughs> it's that level of like just like you guys are basically unsheathe his you, skin and wrap it up. You guys are like undertakers. You guys are just going into the ground and like trying oh. to exhume the doors, like just trying to keep it going. It's just so like soulless and it's, it's just really gross that period and all yeah. the lawsuits and all this weird stuff of like. Well, the, the previous album, like at least those songs, like were had been written while. Morrison was in the band, like it was still well, alive, and then they just—he was uh, alive. You know, they they were songs really? that had been recorded <laughs> while he was still alive. Well, I mean, he you know he was in a haze. Yeah. He was he, fat and. He was he was that he was he was a you, living embodiment of a drug rug poncho from the mercantile in Northampton. He, ba- he basically in the, his later years became like Will Ferrell from the more more cowbell sketch, like. <laughs> and kind of like also the Will Ferrell where he's like a nude model. <laughs> like, he's just like, what if I grate some cheese on my chest? Like, yeah, like wait, that what? Level gross. That's Maybe. such a bizarre sketch where he's just like a drifter that's a nude model and he's creeping out the entire class. That is a classic. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he definitely, because he was basically like, I'm kind of done with you guys. I want to be just a weird poet and hang out in Paris. Yeah, and they're kind of like, what about my song about, well, you know, my new haircuts? Oh, I got this great song, man. Yeah. And he was just like, screw you guys. So this new song goes, it's some rag time. Like a honky tonk fucking. What the hell? Yeah, Why would any of this be a feeling? Why would he think anyone that was in the 70s, people in the early 70s were already going through a lot, you know, yeah. death of an era. Right, yeah. I the mean, death of a huge icon. And then to have, and that's what I think about all the time is like people being like, hey, I know you're really sad about Jim and Janice. It's been a hard year for all of us. But hey, there's fucking, there's a new Doors album yeah. out. Check this out. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and you're like, what the hell is this? Throw, just throw it out the window. I know, man. The fact that, like, the, the fact that, like, they were audacious enough, like, Dude. Krieger and Manzarek were audacious enough to think that their voices could carry this material, could carry on the legacy of, like, Jim Morrison, say what you not, will. And not just Piece their- of shit in his in real life but like the guy sounds cool when he sings yeah. right he sounds cool this There's is no a dude like who him. was yeah. arrested on stage like at least once and like banned from multiple cities for his like antics he didn't just sound cool he was cool i mean oh. he was an idiot he was an asshole and an abuser oh, yeah. and a flander and all those other things but he also was at least fucking dangerous he wasn't right. like oh there's no one like that. <laughs> he, he, i mean he was a huge influence uh, you know there was a show they played at the uh, university of michigan where he showed up shit-faced uh, and there the audience was all like football player jocks that all wanted to fight him. The band was like scared they were gonna get yeah. beat up by these college student jocks. And uh, Iggy Pop was at that yeah, show. Yeah. And like that was a formative experience. Like that informed his stage persona that he adopted. Based on that, you know, because the Stooges were so formative in the Sex Pistols and the and the formation of the punk rock scene, that without Jim Morrison, there would be no punk rock. Yeah. I mean, J- Danzig, too, is just... If, I know, Danzig. If nothing else, oh, just a definitely. huge I mean, fucking Perry Jim Morrison Farrell, ripoff. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, all of these artists. Yeah, Danzig, well... And, they could have got Danzig for this album. He was 17 years old. Like, go grab Danzig out of fucking Lodi High School. Yeah. That's true. No, I mean, he was like the archetype of just like, just the crazy badass. You know what I mean? And that's the thing where I went through so many different eras of how I feel about the doors when you're young and you're just like, dude, like he's like Rimbo and like he's like all these things. But, you know, he just defined something and just like literally just push people into seeing something bigger than themselves. Like there's so the way my parents talk about my dad. So is and mom were at the New Haven show where that it didn't last long. Uh, he like was getting hassled because he was making out with a girl in a shower. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and then the cops knocked and on and the door. And they maced yeah. him and stuff. And he was like, "Yeah, these girls like we gotta tell you." He over. said, "Eat it." That's yeah. what he actually said. <laughs> we're yeah. like, "What do you think now?" And then after they're like pepper spraying him, and then he said, "I think you should eat it more." Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, "All right." And no, then he taunted no. the cops on stage, and then uh, yeah, and then they arrested him on stage. Yeah, yeah. inciting a riot. No, it's it's crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So I mean, he was it, actually it, still pending trial for that when he died. Like, oh, yeah, and all the Miami stuff where it's right. like might or might not have, but that's also just he, a blur what, of like, whether we he whipped his cock out on stage. So, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, and that's the kind of danger you want from your 70s rock stars is <laughs> did he whip out his cock on stage or didn't he? It doesn't matter. The fact that it's a question means that he basically did. Yeah. yeah. So then he, so, and, and I actually, I think I want to go back to when you were talking about thinking that the doors are deep in high school because, like, <laughs> yeah. that was me. Oh, I, yeah. I, right. I, I do remember, 
vividly in 10th grade English class, for whatever reason, me and my friend Joe, every time we did a uh, presentation, we would always play the doors in the background. That was like our bit. Oh, that was your cool <laughs> joke? Yeah. Um, but I do totally. think the best time to be a Doors fan is when you're a high school boy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, but I will say, like, I went back after listening to Full Circle just to make sure that I still like the Doors, and I did listen to L.A. Woman, and I, th- I do think they, there's something there's something there. I have a newfound appreciation for what Jim Morrison brings to the table. Because I always kind of thought, oh, you know, he's not really that great a singer. He doesn't actually write any of the music. He just kind of, like, recites his poetry. But, like, when you listen to this album, like, you realize, like, oh, no, he set the whole vibe. Yeah, he was the He was really holding it together for these guys. There's no life. There's no charisma. There's just, like, nothing there. You know what I mean? And and that's the weird part. It's because when I was growing up, you kind of, when you're in your knucklehead, like, I just, like, Artists that are getting totally messed up, man. Yeah, I Who's also your... read Aldous Huxley. Exactly, dude. I'm Who's... taking acid. Yeah. Who's the best American author? Uh, uh, probably Bukowski. Kerouac. <laughs> no, not even Kerouac. Oh, yeah, I only no. like dudes that get even more messed up than him, man. Or just Hunter S. Thompson, my favorite artist. That's all I judge authors on is how messed up they are. But then, you know, when you gotta get, there is something that's actually there. You know what I mean? Where it's just like some this creative force that blew a lot of people away and. Made people want to do their own thing, you know. It's just that once in a lifetime thing where people just are like, yeah, uh, yeah, like right. everyone just connects with it, you know, that icon kind of thing. And it, that when that stuff's gone, it's like all these guys are just coasting on it, and it's like you know everything after that is just like, you know, uh, well, what else do we got? Yeah, and yeah. Apparently, not a lot. apparently, what we got is, <laughs> also, is keep on dancing. Yeah. Also, it yeah. should be noted, like. He was hot, and the other three guys in the doors are like <laughs> tiny chinned, fucking pipsqueaks. Weak need. <laughs> they all look at the band pictures. They all have the tiniest, thinnest chins. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like no girls weren't going really nuts for like prog rock guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like they're like, ooh, yes. You know, there might have been one hot dude in yes. Well, I don't this, know. Yeah, this is the reason that Ray Manzarek got laid in the first place. Rest in peace. But like, you know, he's not going to give that I up so easily. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rotten well, pieces, Rayman Zarek. But what you did We're to the coming. legacy, bro. I think it, uh, you know, to be fair to Rayman Zarek, he did like disown this album and is ashamed of it. Yeah, and so. then he well, decided then to make so a remix worse. with fucking <laughs> Skrill. <laughs> Dude, I have a clip of that in case, in I mean, case we uh, want yes, to hurt ourselves. Also, yeah. apparently they, he did something with Tech Nine right before he died, I think his last Look, move. man, he's I trying to pay for cancer treatments. Oh, man. Aren't we all? So I'm gonna give him. I'll give him a pass on the late career. Uh, you know. Yeah, because he lost collabs. the rights to the name and he couldn't tour under it. But he shouldn't. He should have never. I mean, this is the reason why we're gonna we're gonna hear. They it. pump so much garbage into that name, and they Ugh. just have just. I mean, American of Prayer Close alone. Close the doors. You know? I mean, it's interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like the tagline of this. Slam them shut. That's and like literally, I was reading stuff from like Phil Rosenthal, who's like an awesome producer. And produced uh, L.A. Woman, all their Electra albums, and he'd literally just done Pearl with Janis Joplin, watch her go down the yeah. tubes, and you know what I mean. It's interesting how what he talks about American Prayer, and it's like these guys are disgusting. They are like ruining the legacy. He was like, I'm gonna just say this in public. Like, American Prayer I that mean, came out a few years after this, right? And it was like, uh, yeah, some like it was recording just, it was of poetry. poetry. Yeah. 
But uh, it was it reinvigorated yeah. for an, like for a yes. moment. It, it was, was like a cash a, in. It a was brief like a cash, huge in. cash in because yeah. it was basically and it was interesting him talking about it because he like this guy Rosenthal was giving Jim Morrison books by Dylan Thomas, letting him listen to records of Dylan Thomas. He's like, yeah. this is how poets talk and this is how they recite things. This yeah, would be a good. Wasn't album this for the you? same producer who excused himself for Full Circle? Oh, I no, believe dude, literally on yeah, an LA like, woman. Uh, no, thank you. And the, he walked out an LA woman. He was just like, I'm not. I, uh, guys, later. I can't do this. He just walked walked yeah. out, and they had no clue. I believe he also said that uh, "Love Her Madly." He said he was like, uh, "Yeah, this is just cocktail music." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, it, they definitely oh, yeah. take that cocktail music vibe and run with oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, like soft parade and stuff. This stuff that people are so like, "Ugh, this is so fucking lame and cheesy." That it's like, uh, oh, "Touch me, baby," <laughs> crap <laughs> like that. People are like, "That's the lamest shit," and they had to do Morrison Hotel to get back. Like into like this is our blues rocky thing. We're back. We're back, guys. Yeah. But you know you can tell from this album, Ray loves the schmaltzy crowd <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, he's like, oh, we got these strings. He and wanted I the feel like a fancy boy because uh, I'm arranging things. The he strings, the, schmaltz. the fucking <laughs> flute and saxophone, <laughs> all yeah, the session gross. musicians, the backup the vocals, smooth jazz. And that's the the moral of the story. I would I, I've I would not be so angry about like this album just make me so angry because if you just had a different name, if you just did it under right. a different name, well, well then they it, did then start then a new band they, after this the called butts. the Butt. <laughs> <laughs> From the doors, Aldous Huxley. The, uh, what was the butts are cool. The butts are popular. The butts. Like, because we think Wait, about it. Yeah, yes. the butts band. Yes, Manzarek and Krieger started a band called the Butts Band. <laughs> shortly, like two years after this. That was album. the most honest exactly. thing they ever did. Because when you think about it, like a butt's like a door. Because <laughs> like, that's like when a the, door. You just get all the stuff. When the intestines of yeah. perception are cleansed, yeah, exactly. all matter will appear as yeah. it is. It's been Poop. established they are backdoor men. Exactly. Definitely. This is all leading to this. So they, the boys obviously had a lot of ideas, too much ideas, and that's what's so fucking gross about literally the year that they're burying this dude to have an album oh, called yeah. Other Voices, the one before this oh, one. Oh, yeah. The one that people say is better than this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, Which is, have you listened horrible. to that one as oh, well? Oh, that one's really bad, and that's what I think about. Just imagine going up to his widow and being like, Hey, I, I got this great idea for a song. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. And one of them's like, I'm horny, I'm stoned. <laughs> Literally Robbie Krieger saying, I'm horny. I'm it's like the Ew. most And it, it just goes again. Uh, like what it, it, it's just like they and that's the thing. Without Jim Morrison, they were like They're just band geeks. Exactly. And and we don't have to do any metaphors or like poetic, you know, BS. We can just, you know, just do our thing and talk about oh, I'm horny, I'm stoned, yeah. And like it's like whoa! I think like like when I listen to these songs, it's almost like what a Mad Men corporate guy thinks a hippie yes. is. Yeah, like, yes. things are far well, out we for meditate. me. Exactly, dude. Uh, oh, <laughs> dude, that song. Woof, woof. There's just so much. Woof. Did you know that I meditate? There's the wait, the part where it's just like extended mumbling, like nonsense breakdown, where you can only vaguely like make out a few words, yeah. and one of them is yoga, yeah. <laughs> and then the rest well, of it is like some fake imitation of chatter, like a yeah. like an Indian language or something. They, like some aside from know. Jim Morrison, yeah. like the rest of the band all knew each other from doing Maharishi yoga sessions. Like, uh, yeah. Well, that was like, kind of like 
<laughs> part and parcel. That was like required to be like a countercultural. Uh, yeah, but you Jim know, didn't do that. Shit. Jim was just like, no, nah, I'm going to drink whiskey and <laughs> yeah. cheat on my like four girlfriends that I'm already cheating on each other with. Yeah, no. So we were, you you mentioned like we hadn't settled on either this one or other voices. But then I went on and uh, I'd like checked them out and I looked at the album cover for Full Circle and oh I my said, God. oh, we got to do this yeah, one. This yeah, one has let's, a much let's better talk albums. about oh, that album cover. Let me pull it up here. And that's the thing. It's like, it's this is what corporate guys think a hippie would want to, <laughs> you know, Yeah, see. oh, oh, put a unicorn on there. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, really um, how, about a, how about it shows, like, the evolution of man, man? Exactly. Yeah. It's coming but, <laughs> like a baby so, out of the universe. We've got a, we've got a, uh, like, a heavenly woman, maybe like an Athena figure with a uh, an olive branch, and she's got a flaming hoop, which is a portal into space that the evolution of man is walking out of from a baby to an adult man. <laughs> Above that is an infinity symbol that says full circle doors, and the O's and doors <laughs> is another infinity signal. Uh, adjacent to that is a man on a trapeze. This is all happening yes. uh, in the in the sky, and below the sky there's like this landscape, and in the ocean there is a sphinx, and then uh, <laughs> and then um, on the sand in front on the beach there is a uh, tiger, tiger in a prone position, and then a a white horse galloping along the beach with a golden horse. Well, I think this uh, needs a parallel. few more things. If this had, like, three more things, I'd be like, this would be enough for, like, a far-out like, guy like me to really understand. You know what I mean? I could really groove it. This- <laughs> it's like, look at all this gibberish, just all the trapeze garbage. And that's the other thing I think about. Why uh, is there a trapeze? Why is there a trapeze? Yeah. Oh. Why is there a sphinx? Some or a lady. tiger? They're both representative. It's very deep. It's, you know, very, uh, you know, it's probably the Bavaha Gita or something. But <laughs> you know what? I was also very religious in terms of money making. When I think of on the front, on the front cover, the the guy that's coming out, the one and the foremost in yes. the front cover on the right side. Uh-huh. With the beard, who does that look like hmm, the most? Who does that, who does look, that look like? like? Hmm. Why would you have that? Jesus huh. or Jim Morrison no, or the no. same thing? They're both alive, man. But that to me was also just such another cash in, and that's the only time this album would get bought was I remember being a kid growing up in New Hampshire. I'd be at Pitchfork Records in Concord, New Hampshire, the first place wow. I ever went to a used vinyl bin. Just the smells of basement full of vinyl. It's such a good. Smell and R.I.P. I'm sure. <laughs> oh no! Thankfully, they're still around. Oh they're my god, that's kicking. amazing! Oh, that's awesome. Still kicking. I Are they in the main drag in yeah. Concord? They're right in downtown Concord. They've I've been, been there, there like actually. Years. Yeah, they, they still sell VHS UC. tapes. They do. Shout out to them. No, they're awesome. They're really fun. And uh, but basically, uh, people would be so excited because they would get a used. Oh my god, a used Doors record, and they'd be like, "Whoa, that looks like Jim, and this is a trippy album cover." And then go home and be like, bling, bling, oh, get the tube out. Where he's like, just like, just piles of gack, like, we need more tubas in here. Like, the most sellout stuff. And that's oh, what man. so many of the arguments with the later Doors lawsuits are, are just right. basically, in the 70s, the arguments are like, hey, Paula, we want to rip off Jim a lot and cash in. And then later throughout the 80s and 90s, it's like, hey, you're ripping off Jim in a way that I don't, I don't like. like. I'm trying to rip <laughs> off I'm Jim trying to in a do different way. In a free jazz kind of way, and you're trying exactly. to rip off Jim in a you know bar Dude, lounge exactly. act kind it's of so way. Gauche. And it's so gauche. Oh. I just remembered something. I just remembered an album I used to own when I was in middle school. 
which was the Woodstock 99 album. Oh, hell yeah. And, uh, Speaking there's of icons. A, there's a song on there by a band called Creed, and that song is... Roadhouse Blues oh, featuring yeah. Robbie Krieger on guitar. Oh, whoa. So without Jim Morrison, there. there wouldn't yeah. have been Scott Stapp. There would not have been Creed. So do we do it? Do we throw him into the fire of history so that we <laughs> we we lose out on punk, but we also skip Creed? Yeah. What do you think? With That's arms true. wide open, we have to throw him in. <laughs> <laughs> we could have avoided that whole mess. I will say Scott Stapp actually did a pretty, a pretty good Scott job. Do- Jim We're, Morrison impression. Time on well, they had a lot himself. in common. Yeah, we don't they have to had do a anything. lot in common, right? <laughs> oh, yes, two icons. Serious substance abuse problems. Delusions of grandeur. Yeah, both. No, that was the fun. That's a whole other thing. Scott's that. Oh, we did a whole episode. Catfish him. Oh, yeah. They catfish him, but they oh, made yeah. him go to a waffle house. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just watched, we like, discussed that oh, on uh, episode yeah, 40, whatever. Jim Morrison would never do that. No. Robbie Krieger, that's probably like his Friday night, every night. Like, so you, so like you went through the whole like you know the the full circle, so to speak, with, with <laughs> the doors. Were you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you were like yeah. a, a dumb teenage boy oh, that was definitely. like, and same. Like I also thought the the door, you know, you gotta li- you listen to tracks like Oh, show me the way to the oh, yeah. whiskey bar. You're like that's the poet of a, a generation. Oh hell yeah! You know what I mean? It's like, like all weird and creative. You're yeah. Like, oh, who's Brutal Brecht? You know what I mean? He was such a good. He's good at sampling different things yes. and just kind of making things his own and just believing the BS. You know what right. I mean? I think that's another thing that Jim Morrison and Scott Stapp like, have in oh, common: yes. uh, narcissistic personality oh, yes. disorder. Yeah, it's he's it's just diminished yeah. levels. Some of them are more pure. They're trying to do something genuine. Yeah, and then the, it just leaves them. That spirit just leaves them, and they just become a wreck. And it's also kind of sad because you kind of see that with like people that uh, that are just around an artist that just keep them messed up with pills and alcohol and yeah. stuff like that when they are trying to you know what I mean so it's yeah like, you were saying that off mic that was something that like the doors uh, that he was a piece of shit but everyone else taking advantage of him was like almost like who was worse in that situation I, like, I also yeah. think like, every single rock star in the late 60s and early 70s that hung his, out on the Sunset Strip was a piece of shit oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, oh, like, yeah. there's By no th- that awesome. was the whole scene was being yeah. a piece of shit yeah. you know what I mean but we'd take piece of shit, greasy, sleazy, scumbag, lizard king over any of this fucking garbage, dude. It's like, for sure. Just intolerable. What, how would this be attractive to a woman? In any <laughs> like, it just it makes me tuck in. Like, I just can't. I, this album is just so unsexy. Both of them are so unhot. Oh, man. You know what I mean? It's amazing. It, it's, like, amazing they still have a girlfriend. How, did, how much did were you paying these people to hang out with you? <laughs> And that's the other, but that's the other thing too is the hangers on yep. with these dumbasses oh, right yeah. after that where it's like they're like, dude, oh yeah, do this friggin' that like song about being a chill hippie or like the piano thing with the, the bird. bird. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, that's d- dynamite. Or, yeah, it's sad. <laughs> it's really. I don't sad. think. I think that's the thing. It's I think sad. this was all an elaborate ruse to continue to have girlfriends, and it does have that <laughs> sense of desperation, like really imbued. Like, you know, even like the titles of the songs, like "Get Up and Dance." They they are demanding <laughs> that somebody please, fucking please, the Jeb Bush. Yeah, please, please, please dance, <laughs> please dance. Come on, that's horrible. You know how this is supposed to go. Yeah. No, it's, they're almost without Jim. It's like focus grouped songs. It was almost yeah. just so generic in its own way. Like, you know what well, I mean? Well, I think the saddest thing is it. I it seems like maybe this is. I feel like this is 
Raymond Zarek off the leash, and he's like, finally, I can do <laughs> my music yeah, without right. Jim tear, tearing down all my ideas. Exactly. And like, my... this is what he's been pining for. These fucking <laughs> hokey, fucking jokey uh, uh, yacht rock, uh, <laughs> like bar band songs. Dude, like, it's amazing. It almost like reminds me of like a band in like Pod People. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. we're like a band, then we're. Traveling, or it's just like generic music, yeah. where it's just like this could be background stuff of like in a mu- in a really bad B movie. Yeah. Um. So should we get into it? Do we uh, need to say to anything to else about now. this? I don't, Time to I don't stand know. up and dance, everybody. <laughs> please, please get up. Please, everybody, where everybody. are you going? Come back. Exactly. Come back. <laughs> Wait, there's better bands out now. <laughs> A lot better than us. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So this is get up and dance, and it's as desperate as it sounds. The dancing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> are we jiving? <laughs> are we slithering? Are we, <laughs> yeah, are we assaulting a woman backstage already? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Come on. This is such a trippy far out. Uh, well, the crystal skies and the blue. Bu- 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 Dude, there could be crystal skies, man. This would mean my hippie friends all talk about. This is just mindless, like, hey, come on, people now. <laughs> you know, kind of like, yeah. Like, we need just a generic single. You I know? mean, this screams the doors to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, really. It would be such a darker, dance. more messed up song if it was Jim Moore. Be like, that him, the whiskey bottle hitting his throat. He was not. He would not deign to get out of his stupor for something. <laughs> no, like that. no, dude. Like, no, He's going right back in the bathtub. <laughs> no, oh yeah, and I just imagine them pitching these songs or this stuff from other boys would be like, Ugh, at the farm, fuck you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you wrote a song about farm. Moo, moo, moo. Like he's so drunk, he doesn't even know how to moo. And that was another funny Phil Rosenstall quote. He was oh, talking man. about making LA Woman. He was like, this was like, this band was like an 80 year old man. It just couldn't, it just took forever to get it started. And it and had it dementia. Just, yeah, and it was, <laughs> they could never finish songs and they're all messed up. But at least with this band, they finished horrible songs that are just right. kind of, just like, so like, yeah, hey. It, it's kind of this. Yeah, they're is, competently pointless. Like, exactly. It's kind of this song means as much to me as that, like John Mayer's song about daughters, where it's just really <laughs> like the this song daughters inspires exist. me. Yeah, exactly. And it's cool, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> that song. Yeah. No, I get emotional. <laughs> yeah, I think right. About daughters. Everything Wait, daughters, daughters have done for me, man. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what they're talking about in this song. Oh, they're they're because it's like it's either they're either talking about like the rapture or it's like oh. Or like uh like the like combined conscious like LSD consciousness or something. It's 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 dumb the way they present it. It's like oh, uh, it's very dumb. The future's ours if we just take a chance. No need to hurry, but no time to waste. The year two thousand is the cutoff page. Oh, I had it. Yeah. The year two thousand is right. the time of of hate. I saw that too. Yeah, so different lyrics. Oh wow, which alter the lyrics? They're stupid yeah. anyway. Exactly. No matter what, which one is dumber? <laughs> yeah. 
No, yeah, like exactly. walking so along an electric beam. Yeah. It's the old Crystal Palace but, dream. But then it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just Xanadu. Exactly. It is, but it is Xanadu. It is Xanadu early. Like, it, it, they're just saying, like, oh, you know, we'll like control the our own collective future if we just like dance. If we just li- love each other, just man. Just live in the moment. Yeah, it's some fucking <laughs> bullshit, schlocky, hippie, posy nonsense. Like, it's it's so self-satisfied and like sanitized. I called, I wrote a hollow, frantic jerk-off. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, and I'm sure that's just what they were thinking in the studio. Alright, we gotta come up with some hippie bullshit. Like, All when right. you don't even like, yeah, meet, like you've already jerked off like three <laughs> three times, like you, there's really nothing left. You're, it's sputtering, it's 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 steaming. You're just like, uh, oh, I'm this just is just s- like a desperate soft jerk, you're saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, an yeah. Adderall just, jerk? Yeah, like just, a Ray Manzarek <laughs> dust. <laughs> Ray Manzarek dust just comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Not very satisfying for anyone. As an album and, and opener, anti-sexy, just like you exactly, said, like exactly. tucking. So wait, like, I don't know. I'm I'm sterile. I'm hard <laughs> from that honky tonk piano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just he just ups that because that's what he thinks. He thinks all women are maybe flappers or something. Or why would you have this much in your face piano? Oh, hey, chickadee. I'm Raymond Because the real star of the show of the of the doors Dude. was the was the organ. Like I wish I could go. Like I wish I had enough money to like go to these really bad like Robbie Krieger rock and roll cluges and just mock him to his face. <laughs> so have you guys seen the Doors movie, the Oliver Stone with doors Val movie? Kilmer? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, what we realized is that Will Ferrell should have actually played <laughs> well, Jim no, Morrison. I, I, I have <laughs> not. I have not. I it's ask incredible. because uh, I don't know, like, how true to life that movie is, but as I recall, in the Doors movie, Rayman Zarek, as portrayed by Kyle MacLachlan from Twin Peaks, uh, fucking <laughs> hated Jim Morrison I, in yeah. that movie. Oh, they all did, especially f- Desmore. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like he was pretty fucking hateable. He was like a piece of shit that was showing up, like, not just half-cocked, like, like seven-eighths cocked at all times. You'd be 24 hours late, 48 hours yeah. late, and that's we have a studio Dude, I- that you're spending hundreds of thou- dollars an hour on. It drove them nuts. You know, but at the same time, You it's can't like, get anything done uh, that way because he was such a fucking asshole. And oh, yeah, he's totally inconsiderate, you know? But it's it's one of those weird things where it's also like, I'm your fucking meal check. And yeah. like, you know, that's... He well, are you efficiently mediocre or are you, you know, impossibly like, I don't know, or just like, yeah, infuriatingly... Good. <laughs> well, I just asked because, like, to what extent is this is this album and other voices like just a fuck you to Jim? I wonder. You know, like, I think when I think you it, see a big that other voice, I think that's so. I think there's so much anger towards him, especially yeah. Desmore and a few of those. And that's like when you're so angry at someone that it's openly displayed in a biopic. That's when it was like we couldn't avoid this, and especially and with these guys, that meant like. A- like our line of lawyers couldn't avoid this yeah, <laughs> because it's, it's so documented. Yeah. It's like a pathological, like kind of like masochistic hate love, you know, yeah. which is no, something that I was thinking about when I was listening. Probably. Right. When I was listening to, um, you know, this album, I kept being like, where is any of the grief 
or any of the acknowledgement or of the under like wrestling with what does this mean? You could talk about in 1972 when this came out, right? This was 1972 yeah. or 1971. You could talk about you know the political landscape. You could talk about the loss of your friend. You could talk about like oh my god, you know the, the, the summer of, of love is over. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. This are, yeah, it's, it's, just a name completely. But there is nothing. There is none of that. There is absolutely no substance to no. anything on this album. Like no, the crescendo is, a, is no me moleste mosquito. It's, yeah. a, it's a vapid it's the celebration. They're dancing on his grave. Oh my god! Come on and dance. Because I think that's, get up and dance. Yeah, oh, of course, right on over. his grave and cash some checks. <laughs> I'm gonna open an organ store. I'm Rayman Zan. You know what I mean? It's just so fucking soulless. This just disgusts me. And it, it, it is. It's I literally got Jim just, Morrison's kidney transplanted into mine so that I could die exactly. just like and he did. You know, even though he was totally fucking. Out of, <laughs> even though he was totally out of touch and totally fucking zonked out of his mind, maybe he realized I need to get out of here and be go to Paris and stuff so I don't end up yeah, like these assholes. Right. Because it's like well, and that's then he what was, he realized. They're so out of touch that they just are like, this is what you do when you're you have seen nothing but your yeah. mansion and your sports cars and stuff like that. And that's where I think this album's coming from. We're just a bunch of fucking music and the world's falling apart. Falling apart. People are mourning 1972, this that's mixing. Dude, there's other messed up stuff. They didn't even go to the grave. They were in Paris and didn't even go to the grave. Shit like that. What? They were, yeah. So you've like really, you've stuff. dug deep I went on, this on shit. Doors message boards. Oh there's dudes that are so angry at them. They were like, <laughs> they just, they just said, you know, Pam, you pay for this. Like pay for the to keep his grave. Literally one of the ancient blues lines, and this guy wrote this beautiful essay on this doors. Oh one of the God. ancient blues lines is like, make sure. Uh, I think it's uh, Skip James. Make sure uh, my grave is kept clean. It's such like an old blues line, and these guys couldn't even care less. Like, and it's just covered with trash. And they were like, I think they were in downtown, maybe doing another show in Paris, and they were just like, we didn't. We're worried to be a weird scene if we weren't there and stuff. And you're just what? like. What? You, there's a they are there's a lot so there. angry and messed up. Damn. And, and they just but wanted to be like, that, they could have written about so, that. Exactly. Too. And then yeah. they just mask, they just fucking fucking plaster uh, over why it. Why is with this the doors? Exactly. This has nothing to do with the doors. So there's it is no that, emotion. It's there's like, nothing. Screw you, we're gonna get our legs out of this name, you know, after we got rid of that guy. Other voices. Full circle. It's come back to oh. this. Yeah. <laughs> We're a shitty this bar band in Venice Beach. This is the other side that we've broken on through to. <laughs> yeah. And it's back to... <laughs> Dude, yeah, imagine that you break on through the other side and this is where you end up. Like, oh, that's man. pretty bad. Dude, you just end up in, like, Chicago. Like, the band <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, You need to be so far out. You need to trip so hard that those albums are, like, the trippiest. Like, Dude, I was cranking Phil Collins the other night. Have you ever really listened to Genesis? Yeah, exactly. No, not the Peter Gabriel stuff. No. No. I'm talking once that little bald dude took over. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, let's move oh, on yeah, to yeah, 4 yeah, billion let's, souls. Oh, we got some. Let's go ahead. Oh, we got this, some ground oh, to cover. My, oh, yeah, let's crank this one. This, this one's one. really good. Really good one. Bow, bow, bow. 
I'm so glad you put that bridge in there because that's my favorite part is when the song turns into Mario Party music. Exactly. I was thinking this is like fucking Sesame Street. This is some Muppet shit. It's like electric company acid test. This is the silliest clown shit you could ever put. And that's the thing. This song is only three minutes, but when it has 18 parts to it, it feels like a five minute song. Yeah. Because I remember being like, oh, this is the third part of the song. It's only a minute and a half in. I was like, oh my God. But and it's it's just like it's like no energy, just like oh, we gotta you know be friends gotta be good. It's just the same thing where it's like wow, you guys are really taking a stand. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, a stand for nothing, a stand against nothing. Okay, it sounded like one, two, three, four, five. Oh no, that's actually the next song. Sorry, I'll, I'll reserve that for then. Um, yeah, this is like. Well, we this is four billion. One, two, three, four, Yeah, that's what we more. just. It's <laughs> again, <laughs> again. We just have some like empty, self-enclosed platitude bullshit about making the world a better place through like anemic acoustic pop rock, and yeah, then like yeah. staccato <laughs> whistling. Just like vague, shippy, save the world bullshit, <laughs> and then a lot uh, of piano really in the front. Oh, you gotta have that piano. Yeah. Well, that's why that, it sounds like a Muppet is singing. Like you could just picture like a like rag. Time just garbage. I just, it's just so Ray. It's classic Ray, man. He's just got to stink Ray. up everything with this. Thing. <laughs> the, also really, the butts, Ray uh, of the butts. This, exactly. Stinking this it up a, again. Big stinky butt all over this track. It's it also, so horrible. It also, like, the verses remind me of, like, uh, like, it feels like they're doing, like, the Turtles or something. Like, some shit that was already yeah. played out, like, yeah. in the mid Like a decade ago, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, just Angelica. early <laughs> British psych <laughs> rock. <laughs> yeah. No, those are the fresh ideas these guys have in, like, <laughs> yeah, 72 like, or whatever. Yeah, there's no darkness. There's no psychedelia at all. It's like, like uncool guys. It's like a psychedelic, like, Starland vocal band kind of <laughs> album. It's like, whoa, you guys are trippy. It's county fair psychedelia. It's like a dad dressing up for like you know chaperoning the school dance <laughs> at Halloween is psychedelia. Is. Like it's just it's bo- it's it's, is, uh, it's not just boring. It's goofy. It's like it's, it's so it's goofy. And, it's goofy and, that's and really schmaltzy rough. and like. It's the cor- it's the corny. It's, this is cornier than the Chance the Rapper album. I know. Dude, oh man, I'm, I'm excited to hear that one, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the that, same thing. I mean, Chance is married, but it's the same thing. Where this, oh, I was he listening is. to this. <laughs> oh, let it be known. But it's the same kind of thing. When I listened to I was listening to this album the other day, I was like. Man, imagine being one of these dudes' girlfriends, and they're like, "Hey, babe, this is what I got working on in the studio." And she's like, yeah, "Okay, are you bring? Are you playing banjo now? What the fuck? Uh, all right, that's cool." Yeah, there were there, there were no groupie uh, plus ones on this tour. No, exactly. It was I don't even like, think they toured in the, the U.S. Doors. I think they were. I think they were overseas. You know, they and it was do, probably yeah. just like an overseas market, whom some of whom maybe didn't even know that Jim Morrison was dead, and they were yeah. like. It's like going to see Blink-182 oh, yeah, with uh, Matt Skiba. That's <laughs> fucking dumb. I mean, it's just so it's so far from what I expect from the Doors. This is not a Doors song. Why put it's, a Doors name not, on this? Like, the Doors had songs about, like, because killing your dad. Because he needs a girlfriend. And, <laughs> and like, uh, like, you know, 
beast from another world, like, yeah. like hitchhikers, like hitchhiker murderers, and fucking getting dicked down Gonzo. while chugging whiskey. <laughs> like that's like what, that's what I think of when I think of the Doors. I don't think of like uh, this is more like the Dorks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, nailed Boom. it. Swish. Another make it stop. <laughs> Bomb drop. <laughs> exactly. Get the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's honestly like, <laughs> oh man, that's a swish. sorry. That one was just we had to pause. We have to pause for that fucking bombshell. I'm, that it's, just I'm sorry. There. I just <laughs> I think gotta, we've peaked. We can pack. We peaked. We're done. Exactly. No, <laughs> Goodbye, <sorry>. Ethan. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's gonna be on the best of episode. <laughs> but um, it's it's almost like the the doors were like riders on the storm, and this is like the piano player at the bar that everyone just shoots at. Like, <laughs> when is he going to die? <laughs> That's what I would think about listening to this album. Oh, just how man. disgusted I was with Rayman Zarek and the, the other two, those two monsters. Yeah. Who are the, is Densmore still alive? Densmore is still kicking. Densmore and, and uh, uh, Krieger. Krieger. You got to account, you account, account for, for your sins. Oh, speak, speak up. Speak up, guys. They, We'd love to have you on the pod. Friend of the pod. Oh man! I no, want, yeah. no friend of mine. Give us a, give exactly. us a Hestaprin retort. Oh my God! For, please fight with us on Facebook. <laughs> Let me minimum arm wrestle one of you dudes, or just yell at you. Let me yell at one of your assistants. When is your next cruise? <laughs> Let me get on the cruise. Like a You'll be a barnacle on the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Diphtheria like, outbreak. Legionnaires party. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude, cruises this, are gross. <laughs> yeah, and this album's gross. And this album's gross. Which is this. grosser? It's, this is like a the, like a hot tub with the waters. You're like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those like crusty cruise buffets. That that's that's what this. Really <laughs> this is the mouthfeel of this album. <laughs> oh, it definitely does. You're like ooh. a mixed vegetable from the '99 restaurant. <laughs> oh, Dad, I'm gonna go back to the room. Oof. <laughs> this is not going well. <laughs> Clarence right. Casino. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's, let's, do, let's listen to the next song. <laughs> we, we might as well. Let's out. I don't know. It's, it's, it, I feel like you guys could go up back and forth like that for a long time. We'll we, get we, another <laughs> gross metaphor for the next one. Uh, we'll get them going. Don't, uh, don't you worry. <laughs> so this one's called Vertilac. Oh, God. <laughs> So what happens if you read Be Here Now upside down. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> in like a cave somewhere. <laughs> it's literally like doing uh, like a bingo of like trippy hippie album. Like, all right, we have to have this weird cover art. We have to have like weird chanting stuff. Something about how we got to all get along and figure out life, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, you know, I, I'll so. give a look. They're at least trying to be weird on this song, you know. This, like yeah, the but first, I but do you give them defensive. something for that, though? I barely well, no, I do. give I, them something for this. I trying think, to be weird is still just them being fucking lame posers. Yeah, but it's, it's, it them, be, it's better than them just trying to be fucking. Who you know? Like I don't know. <laughs> this had like this a has cheesy, like an atmosphere groove. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's it, was, it, it almost sounded almost like zappy, whereas um, it almost had this funky kind of. But it was also just yeah. piddling and like virtue like which is a vampire. Yeah, yeah look that up. Like ooh, but like, but it's oh almost, yeah, they give that away in the end of the song when they say. uh in the very end of the song, spoken word, you know too much, Van Helsing. <laughs> like yeah. they say that at the end of the song. Like that's yeah. their cool, that's Dude, their cool like that's tag. A, it's, exactly. a, it's appropriate because this fucking album is sucking the last drops exactly. of blood oh, from Jim oh, Morrison's yeah. blood. Oh, yeah. yes, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they keep going back to the blood bank with it. But it is like one of those things. All man. the way to the blood bank. Oh, everything. <laughs> oh man. No, it's like it's just incredible because it's it's almost one of those things where it's like yeah we have to have something that sounds kind of deep and like <laughs> but this is another one who that becomes six songs yeah yeah and, and then actually, there's like inexplicable the there's like, like inexplicable bongos and then it devolves <laughs> into like Kenny G like smooth That's the weird jazz thing. So, the smooth jazz I'm like the, oh well I was like thank God the sax slowed down this fucking eighty bridge Rayman Zero <laughs> can, can I say something I was like at least that was smooth I, I think this is gonna be controversial. Okay, wow. I think that the the like smooth jazz elements on this album I think are executed the best of anything on the entire album. <laughs> no, Those are my I favorite will not parts. I argue with that. My no. favorite part of this song was the sax solo. I mean, I think at, at this point... At least the sax can it's, commit. No, it's that been established that on this show that on Make a Stop that I'm a sucker for a sax solo. I'm a sax And solo. I'm so a ska fan, so yeah. it's surprisingly... No. That dude's like a real pro. I think it's uh, Charles Lloyd. I did some research on this. Oh. He's like a, literally played with Cannonball. Adderley is like a legit jazz dude, so... Wow. And, I'm just uh, amazed by your one time uh, you auditioning for a co-host game let's <laughs> exactly. go we pull on my binder with <laughs> extra angry late night notes all the strings that link together conspiracy theories oh man oh man no I mean but there's a period the uh, girl I was going out with I, I, I just got a, I just couldn't stop thinking about how bad this album was oh, <laughs> and I mean, then the yeah. next morning she was asleep and I was up like I was on fucking Robbie Creeker's website the Robbie Creeker archives like <laughs> Looking just at the pounding whole, coffee. Oh, dude, like this, <laughs> this piece of garbage, man. His horrible, like, celebrity art, his sub Ringo Par, Ringo Star celebrity art, where it's just like <laughs> finger painting. This one's called Light My Fire. And you're like, oh, shut up. Oh, no. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> just like angry, and I'd come he over. He was and doing be like, pa- like bad paintings and naming them after door songs and selling yeah, them on his exactly. GOC's website. Yeah, no, and, but it would be like for oh charity. So I guess it's not that bad, but it's just like huh, this is it's horrible and the charity is having sex with him exactly. <laughs> no and that's another thing I think about is like how many times Remang Zarek would go on these tours and he's like in his 60s and just yep. like beat this corpse and still just try and bang college girls yeah, in his 60s yeah I'm the doors, well he actually man. hey Jim fucking spit on me once fucking <laughs> 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 threw a whiskey bottle on my head is he still married to his first wife that he was married to he was album? at least married for a really long he time was married he passed to, away but he, he was married dead. for a really yeah. long time so yeah. Fun fact, and this will come up, I think, in a later song in the album. We'll talk about this. Is this why more, he got to but, do that voice? But uh, his wife, his wife was Japanese. 
Oh. Uh, and there's a song later on this album where uh, shows. <laughs> he gives his you thought Chance, you thought Chance the Rapper lo- loved his wife. Wow. <laughs> Let he me sort show of gives you. you some thoughts about East-West relations. Yeah. That are uh, a little special, controversial, yeah, they're, and they're kind of subdued, and it's a very <laughs> delicate, really nuanced, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah uh, complex I, take. The man to sum up race in the early seventies, <laughs> not Marvin Gaye. A lot of people say Marvin Gaye, <laughs> Freeman Zarek. I think he was yeah. much more of a visionary to yeah. me. Um, Yikes. Ugh. But yeah, Vertilac, uh, I actually thought it was, it's okay. I, I'm going to say it's okay. I like the, um, <laughs> it gives me like a, if it, uh, so like if they just didn't sing at all. Yeah. At least this is like an so instrumental, like yeah. and didn't call it The Doors. Uh, I think it would be like a, you know, it gives me like David Axelrod vibes. It's got that kind oh, of feeling. It, it does have a funkiness to it, but that's the thing. If this wasn't The Doors, I would not be this angry. I, I would not if this, this wasn't The Doors, you wouldn't be listening to it. Right. And that's exactly. the whole thing it that Ray knew be, from the very the beginning. I'd be like, turn up he the butts, like, boys. Yeah, we're, yeah, <laughs> we're not going to run away you know with that this iconic, shit. You know that iconic group that defined the 70s, the butts bands? <laughs> Just me and my hetero boys <laughs> hanging out, listening to our butts, man. <laughs> hey, you into the butt boys? <laughs> What'd you say to me just talking about popular music? <laughs> the most popular. Did you hear the new butts boys? In that Oprah interview with Prince where he did the tour of his house when she asked about his influences and he said, well... First and foremost, I have to say the butts bands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the progenitors. They inspired, they inspired me to wear that outfit with no butt on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Okay, I, I just, sh- hold on. Hold on. I want to, I don't know how to, I'm, I'm not even trying to follow that, but I just want to <laughs> let you know that I did write down the Vertilac is in. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. You can't just oh, drop wow. another bombshell. <laughs> Should have taken off your shades. <laughs> David Caruso style. And, dude. like, I get that you're giving it credit, but, like, the emotional climax of this song is Ray Manzarek threatening that if, it's, if like, somebody doesn't bring him coffee in his favorite cup, he'll conjure spirits. <laughs> dude, oh, yeah. That's so the far lyrics. Out. Dude, that's like, dude, that's, dude it's, like, it's like Jim was talking. Through him, yeah, <laughs> it was kind of misogynistic. So I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't cool misogyny. It was the cool misogyny. <laughs> it wasn't Lizard King misogyny. Exactly. It, was, it was fucking like high school science teacher misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we got a final debate. <laughs> you got calcium, and hydrogen. <laughs> this would it would be Honestly, better. It's sung, that was Sesame sung Street with album. passion. That, that was from the fucking heart. That was everything I got. That was, that was the Johnny Cash stuff. I really think about my history. My brother on that thresher. <laughs> All right, so this and, next... and that and and this Songs. album was still worse than that. <laughs> I'm like overheated. <laughs> I feel like I'm having a histamine response. <laughs> <laughs> get that a lot. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people after a podcast with me, they're like, I need to go to CBS. Like, All right. All right. Here's my extra can number. 
No, it's beautiful. Oh, man. It's beautiful. Brought a tear to my eye. Um, okay, so uh, shall we move on to a hardwood floor, baby? Oh. Yeah, far out. This is a real, you know, rootsy blues track. Yeah. <laughs> hardwood so many floor. roots. Yeah. This is so, this is that real down in the bayou. This is that know. really real animatronic jamboree oh, roll sure, on dude. America music. I've said this before, I'll say it I, like it keeps coming up on it the is, show. Yeah. This sounds exactly like the dad band at Six Flags <laughs> that plays for a pit of Can't like Can't spasming six year olds with mustardy fingers, <laughs> like yeah, while their moms like and just enjoy like five minutes of finally getting <laughs> to sit down and just suck down a Virginia Slim. <laughs> Like, this is not music for or by yeah, get mature your adults. Dots. I don't give a shit. <laughs> this is music to eat dipping dots to for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be whipping those at people during this. <laughs> Woo! Oh man, so, man, just it's just so, this song just sums up my kind of lifestyle, just as a subterranean <laughs> kind of dude. <laughs> no, it literally sounds like it should be played by either like animatronic bears at uh at like an off 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 Chuck E. Cheese now, like see, I don't even think they bring animatronics. I think That's what it's, just, it's just people it's just in bear dads. suits. It's just people in bear suits. The lyrics are kind of like written by like kind of like a cop who hates hippies. I think <laughs> <laughs> it just like has read about a hippie like on a. In, in Life magazine or yeah, something, yeah. and it's just like, oh, they're just freeloading, and they're just like, I'm a floor man. Yeah. Let me ask my Far dad out. for some money, cause I, so I could sleep on a hardwood floor. Oh, know, so like, how boomers view millennials? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is yeah. this is this the song that shaped boomer thought for years to come. Yeah, actually, like, yeah. this is where it all changed. Where they're like. Get like, oh yeah, job. no, actually the hippies sucked. I hated being them. Uh, let's like fucking vote for Reagan. Yeah, when like, I was a kid, I bought my own house with three thumbtacks. <laughs> exactly. Maybe I'm getting older, but I identify more with the dad who is like, <laughs> "You should be in war." Like, if I could, <laughs> if I could draft Rayman there. <laughs> Well, send him to war for the crimes against music he's done. Well, at yeah. least then there would be passion. There would be conflict. Exactly. There would be something interesting. There would it's, be stakes. There are no stakes. They have to listen to their own shitty music oh. while choppers bust over their heads. Oh, that's the thing. It's like it's, even, even. It's just. Oh. So, yeah, just so the listeners know, like, you are referencing actual lyrics on the song. Like, oh, yeah. Straight up, he says, well, I went to see your daddy, but he sure got sore. He said, you ought to be out there fighting the war. I asked him for some money. He said, what for? I told him all we got to live on is a hardwood floor. <laughs> Far out, man. Also, like, just the audacity. All right, the audacity. we got wall-to-wall carpet hanging with it that's stained with cat piss, and yeah. we're, like, we're grateful. Yeah, they, we paid $1,500 yeah, a month He moved out of his dad's house where they had brown shag carpeting and, like, an orange, <laughs> the 70s, man. Yeah. Like, everyone was wearing, like, Joker sh- suits. Like, it's just their regular <laughs> outfits. Cut uh, crystal and fucking shag carpeting. 
beautiful time, beautiful time. Yeah. <laughs> Aesthetically, so pleasing. Oh, definitely. I need my, the, the bigger the lapel, the closer to God. Definitely. <laughs> oh, and speaking of aesthetics, there's definitely, because I remember during my young, when I was a kid getting obsessed with the doors, when I was taking guitar lessons, and at the guitar store, you could rent videos, and some of them were owned by my teacher and other VHSs that he had, watched Stevie Ray Vaughan crank was, it. Heck yeah. And one of the best ones was, they had such great uh, Doors footage, such great Jim Morrison footage, is like a retrospective thing. Yeah. But they shot it all, and they're all in the most cheesiest fucking, most outlandish. Of course. Like, if I'm not mistaken, Ray Manzarek is literally like sitting in a dune buggy. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing like, like a, like a Pastel polo shirt, just chilling in a dune buggy. It's like he was an eternal poet, you know. It was, it was just you're watching. It's like, oh, just shut up, dude. And I remember him like 13 or 14. Yeah, just shut up. Just get to the footage of the cool dude that oh, everyone, okay. <laughs> this guy that everyone's. Yeah, and the crazy thing, guy. the crazy thing is when that was filmed, he was a hundred times cooler than he is on this album. Oh, I know. Man. He at least that was like. It's like when rich guys are like, "What is? What are uh, things that people wear this year that are?" Good, <laughs> and they just like all right, dude. I'd like to buy yeah. myself one Burning Man, please. <laughs> exactly, it's that level of like I am a tuned in, cool, rich guy. Yeah. That seventies version, but you were also in the, in the Doors. But man. you were in, yeah. And you just went the and opposite. like people can forgive so much shamelessness. I mean, oh, especially in the seventies, Christ. Oh. Well, and that's the other thing too is one thing I think about all the time is look at Dead and Company. If people have issues with that, oh, but it's still I it, do. But at the same time, it's such more. More of a holistic kind of like, hey, these are people that are kind of like well, they're, they're almost doing it for an experience because they want to, they just want to be around these songs forever. Yeah, and they're committing to, to not them. participating in society, and for that, I thank them. <laughs> oh yeah, but at the same time, it's like one of those things where it's like they're they, of course, it's such a anything about the dead is such a commercialized thing, but it's also like. At least they, they're committed. The legacy is just, <laughs> these guys just love, like Bob Weir could just sit These just are, and just not do anything. Yeah. But it's also like he sees what people get out of it and they're it's such a holistic thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. he and takes the money. The money is the yeah. tops, obviously. <laughs> but there's other great stuff that do. Uh, I have you know, sober deadhead dudes, the, the wharf rats, and he brings them backstage. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're right. pretty shameless too. They are I, totally I, No, but it's a different thing. I see what you're saying. It's totally different thing. Like they continue to do it because, like, you know, or at least the people that are getting involved, like Mayer, like loves playing those dead songs. Oh, he's like, obsessed with it. And you know, and the same yeah. thing with like how Queen yeah. got Adam Lambert. Like, yeah, you right. know, they found someone. They found someone to carry on the legacy of the band like competently. Yeah, and these guys true. said like, Nah, we don't need to do that. Like Jim sucked. Exactly, he was, yeah, he was, he was the worst was the part problem. of the band. Yeah, yeah so, right. <laughs> they, yes, there's a lot of people that say they were literally starting to audition people when he was heading to Paris. They're starting to like try oh, and yeah. do other lead singers and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Did and we talk on Mike about how so. Iggy Pop almost became no, the singer? No, of we the did doors? not. That like uh, they, you know, Iggy Pop claims like he didn't do he he turned it down because he 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 thought he could never <laughs> fill those shoes or like uh, he, those he had mandals. Some strong, <laughs> he had some strong yeah, words about it actually. He he like I think he said that he felt like it would be like desecration or something if That's he what did it. Said. But uh, the other story is that he was gonna do it and the paperwork was inked. Uh, and like he ended up going on like a several weeks long like heroin bender and like missed all their meetings and dates or they had planned and shit so it just never came together. Either way, like 
I don't know. That would that would so that have redeemed it for him. Would that have redeemed this album if if they did like if Iggy Pop joined the Doors and like they had like not a sick this album. album. This would not be. This album would not sound like this if this was Iggy Pop. Right, exactly. And he probably just realized I can't work with these lamos. Like I can't work with this lame, right. easy listening jazz. Yes, right. jack yeah. offs. It'd be why, like joining. Why would he want any of this? It'd be like joining the Beach Boys, like the Mike Love Beach exactly. Boys. Exactly. And it honestly, it actually, does that's have, what this reminds me of a lot. Is does. the Mike Love. Beach it has Boys. that seventies, and it's um, the guy that played sax. This could be its own. Matt, played on some of the Beach Boys albums. He played on Surf's Up, which is great, but he also played on some other seventies-ish, Mike Love-ish, like. Uh, oh, I'm talking like brothers not talking to us. We're just doing Mike Love stuff, you know. I'm talking like this is like Kokomo level, you know. This is oh like yeah, this 90s is like seventies. It's yeah. like those monkeys albums that like only have one monkey. But that's like the same thing. It's like what does anyone? That's all I'm saying is as Jesus is a dead art. It's like some high school kid like oh my god, I get the. I get to say I went to a dead show. Uh, that cultural experience versus I saw a fucking Robbie Krieger dick around at a day's end. <laughs> <laughs> I really felt like I was at a door show. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, man. Oh, man. It's, All right. Uh, uh, this seems like as good a time as any to uh, go ahead and take a break then. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's do that. This is a word from our sponsors. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Should we do the next song? Let's go uh, right ahead. Get, push it. Should we do some good rocking, guys? Oh. Let's do a little bit of good rocking. I have good It's about time to put on my rocking shoes. <laughs> <laughs> guys, mind if I rock? Can I, can I rock in here a little bit? <laughs> Uh, 
yeah, dude, I'm rocking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm rocking right. so rocking. hard. I'm by I'm bebapa looping. <laughs> we're all combing our hair. Oh my <laughs> like, god! Yeah, I'm running pomade through our pompadours yep. right now. Rock tonight. So this is a standard. This is an R and B standard by Roy Brown. It's been covered by the likes of Elvis Presley, Bruce Springsteen, Jerry Lee Lewis, James Brown. And of course, the most famous version, The Doors. Oh, yeah, you have to have this one. I think yeah. everyone knew that Jim was a the big, most iconic. He loved rocking, man. Iconic <laughs> iteration of this fucking Roy Moore classic. And they would probably do, they would probably be so shameless that they would be. Did I say Roy Moore? <laughs> yeah, you did Roy just say what I was about to say. This Roy Brown classic. I'm <laughs> Yikes. sorry. I'm sorry. Yikes. Roy Moore, Chuck Berry, it's all it. Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, yeah, the whole crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, more like barely subpar rocking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just keep dropping. <laughs> Shut it's, up. It's like you know, unless you're in 1950, any song about rocking sucks. Any yes. self-referential. Even the first song. one. Even the fucking uh, Herm- Herman's Hermits. You know, the like rock around the clock. It's considered oh, to be yeah, like yeah, the, the first. Yeah. Uh, Haley, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah that that's song right. sucks. It's a stupid <laughs> shitty song. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, that's the birth of rock and roll, and let's uh, completely ignore the the seventies. How much I hate the blues, but I hate it. It's only rock and roll, but I like it. I hate that one. I hate Bob's. I want to rock and roll all night. Terrible, terrible. And that's their Uh, biggest song. I kind of, I kind of like. I want to rock by. Oh, I want to rock. Twisted Sister. Uh, Well, yeah. That's on the edge. They they lucked out because it. Yeah, all right. I'm I'll trying to think of counterpoints edge. because you guys, it's it's like hard to find. There's so any. many horrible ones. Um, uh, I love rock and rolls. I guess eh, it's pretty cheesy. It's not her best. It's, yeah, it's, it's it not her best. Cheesy. I kind yeah. of like ironically like it's same thing. I'd put Twisted Sister I'd, in both of them. And I choose. Like, I love Rocky Road over there. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> any day. Um, okay, so let's talk about this song though, because it is. <laughs> What's there to say? I mean, like I'm just uh, boogieing down the block in my hot rod, rod and uh, <laughs> <laughs> me and the it starts me and the with neutrinos. A... <laughs> me and the neutrinos are uh, are flying flying through town. <laughs> Uh, just looking for a little, uh, little action, little, uh, little greaser action. God. <laughs> um, We're just looking for a malt shop where we can split a cherry pie with our honey, and uh, you <laughs> Jesus know, <Christ>. two straws <laughs> with the little stripies on them from the candy striper serving up my <laughs> little milky shake. Hey, make sure that doesn't get on my upholstery. <laughs> my shag carpet, my hardwood floor. Yeah. Don't you spill that. No, I mean, I think America was going through a tough time and they needed to rock. They needed to remember how to rock. They yeah, what we needed is Ray Manzarek to be that <laughs> to we, be that messenger. <laughs> and Ray was listening to people's hearts and they said, we need some loud-ass piano. <laughs> Just, like, deafening <laughs> fucking Fats Domino horse shit. And, yo, this this went beyond this, the, this, this, the... What was the, what was the gorilla seat. from uh, Showbiz Pizza Place? Was oh, Fats yeah. something. Oh, yeah. It's, he's the, that's, that's the level of heavy-handed. It's literally... It's it's, it's gorilla like, hand heavy handed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, do go on. But yeah, it's not just America that was in a tough time because I mean he's shouting out in the end here. I mean this song is for the whole world. He says that's I, right. He, I heard the news. 
it's it's good news. Uh, the world is rocking. He says. Oh. Uh, oh, all of is Russia. <laughs> all of Russia is rocking. Whoa. It's it's good news. This Argentina is, the, is rocking. This is the dancing in the streets yes. of <laughs> South America. <laughs> it's rocking. Exactly. <laughs> and they're like, wait, I heard all those countries just killed themselves. Because <laughs> this song sucks so much. Yeah. Hey, you guys, rockets up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we killed We're everyone. in Chicago. <laughs> They're setting Just everything on fire. <laughs> fucking, in a fucking white t-shirt, like jazz yeah. handing uh, in a parking yeah. lot. I think this song, this song was like single-handedly responsible for the 1976 Argentina coup to tie, please. <laughs> oh, definitely. This was like a CIA plant. <laughs> They'll never suspect the doors. The, exactly. <laughs> the military. An American hunt. rock and roll band. The, the junta was like, look, guys, that shit doesn't rock at all. It doesn't make me want to rock. I'm not <laughs> rocking. And then the, the government was like, everybody's rocking. Everybody's doing about? it. They, they shouted they, us out. They just Good get the rockin'. president to be like, we need to support General Rockin'. <laughs> he's a rock and roll general. He He's a American. He supports our interest. He has rock and roll shoes. The people love him. For four years in Argentina, they debated. He's in the doors. He's in the doors. Have you heard of it? That's how you overthrow a country. (laughs) That is. All with <laughs> good old rock and roll music, but update that. Just pointless garbage. <laughs> yeah, this song just sucks so pointless. bad. It's just this is so like, bad. Compare this to like Roadhouse Blues, you know? Like I think they're probably they're both blueses. They're, they're in similar. Yeah. Like, the, the difference is in approach and like content. It's kind of when you hear. Tutti Fruity, and then you hear like the Pat Boone Tutti Fruity, and you're like, Tutti Fruity, Fruity. things are getting kind of sexual, (laughs) 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 but I'm Christian, you know what I mean? It's always just like, gotta hold back. It's very tucked. Yeah, uh, this could this is like this could be Christian rock here. I mean, this would fly at like a like a you know BYO sock hop or. Dude, there's just it just feels like so many bands like think of after Boston came out or other like just generic kind of like there's so many right. other generic swag arena bands. rock exactly bullshit, yeah. and other dudes that were just like Ray that were like I'm a jazz virtuoso I gotta get <laughs> yeah just join there. a prog rock band or something yeah, Ray no, and, and that, put a, put this shit to rest it's the worst and when I was reading the Wikipedia, they didn't have the chops for, oh, yeah. for prog rock let's be honest like, oh, yeah, they no, really didn't he wanted to push them in a jazz direction and the Wikipedia said he that was yeah, they some were of the like, big fights yeah. where he was like Densmore was like man. no buddy I'm here to rock yeah. Good rock and a good, good rock. And th- this is what both of them considered jazz and, and rock. rock. Dude, like, it's the worst of all worlds. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's the, it's the Venn diagram you never it's wanted. It's the squarest conception possible of both <laughs> genres. It's like, what the hell? It does sound kind of, uh, and like Christian music and almost like, um, it was. it's almost like a Christian musical about rocking. Right, it's exactly. Like, yeah. like, I'm a trippy Dude, dude actually, you know what it is? You know what this sounds like? Is fucking... Return of Bruno. Oh my god, it definitely <laughs> sounds like the Return, Return of Bruno. Of Bruno. And He's back again. There's a oh, point shit. on this album. There's definitely this the first um, one of the That's other right. songs. Wow. I uh, so I've already made the Xanadu and comparison. Sing saxophone or not not saxophone and uh, uh, what's it um, harmonica. Yeah, oh, gotta have the harmonica solos. Oh my god, yeah. Um, and then there's another one coming up that sounds like um, like a an incredibly sanitized 
awful version of like the origin of love from um, Hedwig. Oh, it's the peaking one. Oh, it's, oh god! But that's it. Kind of is. It's like very, very. You know. Um, it's t- and it just makes you so mad, right? When you realize that it's, it's like so <laughs> enraging. it's yeah. like let's tell a, a mythological archetypal story about <laughs> about have, me and my wife. <laughs> exactly. Like imagine trying to Someone tell a myth and you just have nothing. You were you like, got nothing here's to a go. crazy myth. Wait, fuck. I, okay, <laughs> um, here's some other stuff. <laughs> and it's a story <laughs> about <laughs> Japan and Alright, alright. You gotta save it for that song. There's gonna be a lot to talk virtual. about when yeah, we get to the Peking true. King that's and the true. New York Queen. You know that what's that almost famous? You gotta tell him like just put on a candle and listen to full circle <laughs> in the dark room. <laughs> <laughs> Hide Have all you the ever listened stuff. to full circle <laughs> on weed? <laughs> 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 This is this is definitely the song where it's like I mean all of these songs, but really here is when I was like, dude, you guys were getting arrested on stage, like, and not you guys. Let's be clear, they hate everyone like that. Pissed them off. They weren't like, Like, oh, cool, like we're provocative. They were like, fuck Jim. What a they started out like their first shows were with exotic dancers and like some seedy LA like underground clubs. Like they were like whiskey and go go. Banned from yeah, they were banned from playing in multiple cities. I mean, home. Boy died of a fucking overdose in a bathtub. Where's that kind of energy? <laughs> it's, it died this with is, him. Uh, it clearly fucking died with this him. This energy is as lifeless that's as his body in like, that bathtub. That's what I'm saying. You gotta, after hearing this album, you have to give Jim Morrison so much credit. Oh, it's you have to, even though he was a fucking asshole. He was an asshole, and he played tambourine. He didn't even like, <laughs> you know, like all he did was write down the words, play tambourine, and like be like, okay, yeah, well, I'm gonna sing it this way. This is the way I'm gonna sing it, and then. They would just have to write songs around him singing because he couldn't play instruments or whatever. And like apparently, like that was like the fucking formula. That was it. Like that was it. You know? Oh yeah. He. I he, mean, it helped that he was. Yeah. They were like nothing with. They are nothing without him. They're the. Well, it helped that he got headlines and he was provocative and he was dangerous and he looked good in the leather pants until he didn't. And he was really like he was working it. He was. He, he yeah, was working also that the rock star energy. I, I don't know. How, okay, I'm. Mm, were they kick ass? I would say, and I want to ask you, Ethan Marsh, our, our mm-hmm. you know resident you know Doors expert, um, or at least expert hater. <laughs> yeah. um, expert like, would he? Would the Doors have had the legacy that they in, that they have today if he hadn't died in the Twenty Seven Club? In and flamed out so spectacularly towards the end of his yeah. life. Well, hey, I could imagine, I mean, it's interesting, I could imagine him almost being like a weird, like, Serge Gainsborough kind of artist, avant-garde, where he just leaves all that stuff behind and is just kind of Right, like what would have the future, yeah, what would have the future held for him? Happened. Imagine yeah. if him and Iggy Pop, like, got to, you know what I mean? Right. There's so many things that are just so much more interesting. That would have been better. And there's so many times where, yeah, oh, uh, way back. Actually, yeah, imagine, they probably could have kept making, like, good music for... You know, beyond 1970, yeah. if he got if he cleaned his act up, got his shit together, and didn't oh, die and in a bathtub, he might have done stuff even better. I think, like, actually, I think I think they're or was so much of his appeal that him not having his shit together and being a disaster. I guess you can make That's that argument about part, any of the 27 Club artists of like, well, you know, uh, any of them. You can say you can say you know, would they have continued on with their legacy, or would they have fallen off and started making fucking shit music like yeah. so many artists do? Everybody has after a so many years. <laughs> you know, like. Kurt Cobain probably would have been like a fucking centrist Gen X asshole like, <laughs> know, by dude. now. Like, would Jim Morrison have collaborated with Skrillex? 
uh, that yeah, that would have been a hard one. I do not think you would have seen that going. Or on, Tech maybe. Nine. <laughs> maybe Tech Nine. You know, like. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I don't have a clear look answer. What, like, Harvest by Neil Young came out in this year, and, like, look what happened to Neil Young in the 80s, you know? Like, any artist can fall from grace. <laughs> Made even I think shit. I think you can make the argument <laughs> for sure that, you know, if Jim Morrison hadn't died, like, they wouldn't be as revered. But I don't think that's because the music wasn't good while he was alive. I think they just... I, I'm sure it adds to the mythos, but, like... There's people in the 27 Club that no one talks about. Well, not really. I mean, there's. I mean, the big ones, the big three, are all are very similar in that sense, where they got cut off at the apex of their popularity. You know, like like Janice yeah. and Jimmy. I mean, that that was enormous. And I, I guess Jimmy yeah. could have done so much more though. They yeah, only been for I agree. four years. And Janis Joplin too. Thing, going off. Both I going I off would say Janice so. or Jimmy. What or I don't know. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I, don't I, know. I agree. I think. Well, I think at least Jimmy. Like, I would rather listen to Jimi Hendrix than The Doors any fucking day. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I, The Doors. I'm not. Like and I Janis said, I hadn't listened to The Doors for years before I listened to this album. I like. I just had to refamiliarize it myself with it today to yeah. kind of make sure like, to see like, do I even still like The Doors? Right. But I do. They're good. The Doors are good. I mean, they're they're they have a level of schlock and self-importance and delusions of grandeur. But at least there's delusions of grandeur as well, opposed I think, to. I think the worst thing about the Doors is the people who are in the Doors. You know for sure. <laughs> and I I, oh, yeah. I think the mu- the music's good and like I you, like a lot of seventies and sixties music. I truly try to divorce it from the people playing. Whiskey bar were... is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a cover. Hey, it was a cover. I got that okay. tattooed on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's. it's I think it's. Yeah. I, think, I guess this is weird because I feel like it's rare for me to like earnestly like defend any band we ever do on the show. Like I feel there, there's so few. Like aside from this and like Limp Biscuit, like. <laughs> I guess he's one of the you know abusers of history. That like if you gotta pick and choose your abusers that you love their music, you know I'm gonna go with like. Prince, who weirdly married that, adopted and married that seventeen-year-old. You know, I'm yeah, gonna go with like, I'm gonna go with some of the other artists in the repertoire. Like, I'm telling, I'm telling you, dude, you can't escape it. The 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 specter of fucking sex, sexual abuse, yeah, and pedophilia in rock music, it's all through disturbing. the '60s and '70s, you cannot escape it. All your favorite artists were under that umbrella. It yep. was what they were doing, and, the umbrella and you can either stop listening to it completely, or you dick. can just try to be like. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Just, that's what I say. I don't well, fucking know. That's another huge podcast. <laughs> that's <laughs> another five hour. I know. One of them. I know. But no, I, I think it's weird because I go through so many different things with uh, especially, you know, thinking of what abusive dickhead he is and so much of the alcoholism and just how how propped up he was. And what if he it, it, it just what if he did get out of that and stuff like that? But it, I don't know. It's also it's one of those things where. It's just really like sad to just see like how gross it is. Yeah. Just where it's just like the immediacy. Well, Even if there was like a year or two of just like, oh fuck, we gotta chill and just Yeah. Or again, putting out an album about the loss. Something. About like the tragedy, about this fucking uh, like 
something, something They're with not, a feeling in it, with any sort feel, of emotion. They, I mean, that would be even faker than what they fucking put out here if they try to make an album pretending to be sad that he died. Well, that's the thing. They all hated each other so much. You know what I mean? It had such a weird anger. And it know. sounds like they, and actually you were describing the uh, the Skrillex. The, the Skrillex one the is clip of, of, and actually, why don't we play that clip? Because I, I, I took a piece this of it. Wait, and it's just the... Um, the hatred, <laughs> the mutual they just like hate being in the room with each other is and they're just palpable. So, like, the discomfort and the like oh feeling like God. why are we doing this? Like yeah, so is, what, this, like, there's a clip of that. so basically I was, uh, yeah this was the Baze Grammy Moore, right? yes the Grammy Awards they basically did this really cool thing where they just 2013 take, yeah two artists who hate each other have no clue who they are and just put them together and they're being so and they just have to make a song together. The doors and the remaining members of and uh, the remaining members of the doors and Skrillex and it's just one of those things where it's just like their handlers just pushing them all like come on be nice yep. to these guys they just and there's one point where he's just condescendingly explaining like, oh yeah I got that oh that is the oh, one I got yeah it. I, oh, it's just right. like, I gotta hear this I didn't it's not know this was a thing like all right. electronic music to Skrillex it's so yeah let's listen to that let's listen to that. I'm a dinosaur. I'd never heard of you, but my son wants your autograph. <laughs> That's cool. Well, my, well, well, I've heard of you, but the only difference is my dad would probably ask for your autograph, too. Yeah. Yeah. Our singer um, said in the future that maybe music will be made by one guy with a bunch of machines, and I think you're it, so I thought I'd better get educated. I think the coolest part is making a cool song, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm always partial to uh, humanity or real musicians. Well, that's my thing. I, I come from playing rock, man. Like, yeah. I sing and play drums and guitar and stuff, too, and write songs and, and you know... There's nothing cooler. I mean, I, I can show you some clips and bits, see what we did yesterday, but it's going to be really cool, man. This is like, and, and the thing is like, I don't want to do this if you don't want to do this, you know what I mean? Right. So in a few minutes, we're going to cut the cameras. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I want to show you some stuff. Yeah, that's like the level of oh, warmth you give wow. to like your racist great uncle at like a, yeah, <laughs> like a funeral. Krieger, is that Dens Moore is not disguising his disdain so at I go one boom, boom, bit. boom with drums. I'm like a real human being. I'm yeah. not you know, I tend to side. Like I tend to side with uh, humanity. Humanity. Whoa. In the end, he's just like, yeah. The humanity of get up and dance. Like, I took, like, cut the cameras to be like, cut the cameras so I can, like, beat you up. you down, you fucking hip squeak piece of shit. This made me like sympathetic to Skrillex. I thought that would never happen. <laughs> and but I would also just imagine if I was. I, I remember rage watching this. This is. I remember waking my girl for. Hey, that's, that's, and she's like, "All right, yeah, I'll watch it in a little bit." And just watch it and just being so angry and just because just but just in sympathy if I was Skrillex and be like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, John Desmore, how many arenas have you sold out this year?" Oh. Really? G yeah. Oh yeah, I was, did like forty three. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> did this? Uh, did did the research for this episode put a strain on your relationship? No, it was a lot. She loved it. She, I would put on, but she'd be like, "This is horrific." We we were just in like shock, like so. Uh, uh. But no, we discovered how bad this was together. Because we had watched the Doors movie and just oh, went overboard. And the, and she loves Nico and. Uh, 
like that was also just so rushed together and crazy. It was was just such one dimensional. Who's such a complex person? Like Nico's incredible. I mean, you, whether you, how you feel about her, you know, or music or whatever. Yeah. But it's like just to be like, oh, I'm Nico. Hey, and like, <laughs> I'm gonna blow you in a elevator. Dude, that's that Oliver Stone touch. You know. What I, I mean? know. Like it's the just guy's like just an blurring all this crap. So they weren't happy about that. But Women does... aren't people. They are not people. Exactly. <laughs> oh no, I pissed off the first object, <laughs> and then the second object is really. Oh no, my main object's angry too. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the most of the emotional, the plot line, uh, I yeah. Think, <laughs> the tension. <laughs> oh, that's uh, again. Yeah, at least we, it has more stakes and more, you know, like investment than oh. anything on this fucking album. Well, I don't know. I mean. I disagree because there's a little song coming up <laughs> called "The Mosquito" Whoa. that I think I feel like uh, talking about some deep stuff. Yeah, I think <laughs> this is probably the deepest Doors song I think I've heard. Yeah, ever. This is ever. this is some. I mean, like, get ready, stop. It's like content warning. Strap on in. We're getting some deep shit here. I was just talking with my guru about this song. (laughs) And he was like, I don't even get it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's listen to The Mosquito, their last charting single. Oh, yeah, this song was an international hit. Made it to a 26 on the Billboard charts. This was an international smashy. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) No me moleste mosquito. No me moleste mosquito. No me moleste mosquito. Why don't you go home? No me moleste mosquito. Let me eat my burrito. No me moleste mosquito. Why don't you go home? Justin Bieber, eat your heart out. <laughs> I meant I meant to say Skrillex, but that works too. Skrillex, eat your heart out, man. Yeah. Well, That's the kind of hard-hitting rock and roll, other, the real humanity hearts. of music that <laughs> we're cultivating here. I thought you mentioned Justin Bieber because he like like did Despacito live and oh, like, that, forgot the words. That is exactly what Despacito with burrito. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was it. It was in my subconscious somewhere. <laughs> um, wow. The crazy thing about this song is like it goes from this to like a four and a half minute psych jam. Exactly. Yep. It gets enough some weird territory that is it. If this was just a regular band, I'd be like, okay, this isn't that horrible. I but mean, the no name so mosquito part this is horrible. Is very it's an horrible. Affront. And it's they an didn't affront. even they didn't even write this, isn't it? It's like another French dude solo single or something from the seventies. So it's like even that that's so uncreative in his five syllables. Well, they just stole it. Yeah, they, they just I stole think it. it. Was like they heard like a mariachi band exactly. play something heard, like it exactly. in Mexico. And they were like, "Oh, cool, we'll just take and that." And they're just like, "All right, yeah, well, let's do that song." Hey, should we look up like the correct like conjugation of uh, "Don't bother me" in Spanish? No, we'll just say "Me moleste." It's right. no me moleste. So like they're kind of right. Oh, are they? It's like well, they're saying don't no me moleste. Like don't bother me. Mosquito. It's that not, is technically true. Okay, never mind. Yeah, and I think it was the shows how much song. Spanish I remember. <laughs> but I mean, like they Almost they don't gotcha. get a pass. <laughs> they yeah, they just. No, it's not like that would make this, <laughs> this acceptable. Better. This is horrible. It's like that's what I was saying in the message. It's like this is like sub Jimmy Buffett. Like yeah, this is crap you would hear like in the background at a bar. Yeah, and it's, it's like, yeah, some real. This is like a hard. I mean, just like uh, Margaritaville. This is this is like <laughs> this, is, this is a fucking airport like chain restaurant. 
restaurant song, you know? I just don't get, like, what they were Why? thinking. Like, putting these elements together. <laughs> like, just do, all right, we'll do two verses, no me molesté mosquito, and then we will just do, like, free jazz, or, uh, you know, like, psychedelic fucking... Dad uh, jazz, dad, dad, dad jazz. jazz for the the next like four four minutes. They have nothing this, to do with each other. And not ironically, and not ironically. Yeah, it's they not, seriously. It's, they both are two separate songs that they just jam together, and they just don't care because one just of them like, wasn't you know, even their song. Yeah, exactly. And, the, and it was just like I'm just gonna do this jazz crap, or like, all right, and then I'll do this part that's like this song that I heard yeah. some mariachi. But but Jim Morrison <laughs> was the problem. Yeah, 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 this Duh. is this is maybe what's they were left all the in problem. the tank for them. Like <laughs> they probably were. Honestly, when you th when you look objectively, yeah, maybe they were all the problem. <laughs> I probably wouldn't want to be in a band with Jim Morrison. When I think about or that. Ray Manzarek. Right. Right. Both Christ. Ray Manzarek is cheesier and lamer. Yeah, but to think for them to think like, ah, oh, yeah, but I mean, like you know, we were the real talent behind this operation. Like we can still no. milk some cash out of this cow. And this was like how they did it. Like they probably could. They probably could have like. In another world yeah. where they aren't fucking such fucking nerds, could have like actually squeezed out a couple albums that like actually charted and oh, no. like but did well. They? Uh, you never I mean, know. This they were a good bar band. This, they, they but are, they didn't, but it was the name of the Doors. It, if they yeah. didn't have that name, no. how far would this have gone? No, I'm just saying these guys were such fucking dorks that this is they thought what make a fucking rock album was I in know. 1972. It's adorable. It's <laughs> like that they think these are good ideas. Like they're so bad. In the like what it, when, and it just that. But that's what I'm saying. It's the hangers on the people around that are like, dude, this mosquito. Whoa. That's so good, or man. Or like right, nobody right. gave a shit because everybody wanted to cash in. Like everybody yeah. was waiting for their final, you know, check. It, you it, know, let's look at what else was happening in 1972, shall we? Let's. Yeah. Yeah. let's what go else ahead. was going on? We had David <laughs> Bowie, Ziggy Stardust. Wow. Yes, drop close. close to the edge. Oh, speaking of uh, blues rock, like yo, yo, maybe yeah, maybe blues rock was just kind of played out by 1972. You know, maybe they, they maybe. it's not their fault. That's just what they knew, and you know, it's just no one wanted to hear blues rock anymore. Oh wait, no, uh, this little album called Exile on Main Street dropped in 1972, uh, and yeah. uh, and then you got uh, <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> me mosquito. That's yeah. them tapping into the zeitgeist. Of their time. This is their, like, they were here, they're on the radio, they're listening to Black Sabbath <laughs> and fucking just being like, all right, yeah, this is, all right, let's do that. This is yeah, our that. This is rock. And this is the, if I'm not mistaken, beginning of the second side of an album. Yeah. That's, yeah, this is I the mean, tone I don't know too center. much about albums as a, I'm not, <laughs> I haven't produced anything in the 70s, but. That's one of the few things I know is the second side, you have to start with a with banger. With a banger, yeah. Almost even I, better than the first one. There's some producer that would say, you want the best song to start the second side, and the second best song to start the first side. You know Right. And look at those two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is more horrific of a crime. <laughs> but it's done with so much... Production. There's so much money yeah. in this album. They had like a yeah. dozen or so stu uh, session studio musicians, session musicians yeah. with them. 
pros yeah. and just to make this actually piddling garbage. We'll hear a lot it of it. It is offensive. It is an affront. It, it is just, it is deeply ooh, like make me so like Jim Morrison's fucking fetid corpse is withering in his fucking dumb grave. Exactly. This shit. <laughs> At least if they got Iggy Pop and he was just like setting places on fire or something. Right. Jim Morrison would be like, that's my speech. Yeah, yeah. It's like what that's what I would be doing. They needed to be anchored by a cool crazy guy. Otherwise there was just fucking Iggy Pop also a withering corpse. <laughs> exactly. They're just like, well, at least he's working out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's ripped. <laughs> Have you ever seen a picture of the band that uh, Iggy Pop was in before the Stooges? When he's the drummer. When right? he was the drummer. Yeah, they, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. No. They they oh, look like so what good. this album sounds like. It's yeah. just like it's just like three guys wearing their guitars up at their necks and yeah. looking at the necks of the guitar yeah. like yep. da- downward in a downward slope so as to avoid all eye contact yeah. and like That's fucking punk. uh <laughs> and they're all wearing like uh like red suits and bow ties. Yeah, this is yeah. an album that isn't quite able to make eye contact with oh, you. Oh, <laughs> definitely. This well, you don't want to make eye contact no, with this album. Yeah. You're like, uh, that's how I feel listening this to it like, where I just I wanna like the crazy person I, having a fit at stop and shop and yeah, you just know exactly. that you want to walk in the other direction. I kinda log this out album. of my YouTube profile <laughs> just because I start getting referred links to more oh, fucking God. doors jams, more butt bros thing. <laughs> this <laughs> album is uh Artie from The Simpsons. Oh, Artie oh, Ziff. Oh, Artie yeah, Ziff. Yeah. Yeah, this hands. is the Artie Ziff Busy of albums. <laughs> Definitely. And the Kurt uh, Van Houten, oh, Can I Borrow a Feel? Yes. It's like creepy and unsexy that's a, that's a bop. and like nerdy. <laughs> you know, speaking of the session musicians, I think they're all on this next track. Yeah. Ooh, on the yeah, piano this bird. Is a, oh, wow. Oh. The Doors Stairway to Heaven. Just a sweet little song about a sweet little piano. <laughs> <laughs> and a birdie boy that came by. Well, I played real good. I played what I could. And in return, he sang for me. He lives right out there in the tree, giving me his melody. Um. Oh, far out. That's, that's, that's chill. It's a chill song. Well. It was so chill I fucking forgot to write notes for it completely. Does it feel groovy to you? What? The flute? The, <laughs> the lilting flute? The fucking free jazz guys, freak out in the background? Man. Guys. And he's playing the piano. Uh, I, gotta, I gotta tell you. What? I I really like this song a lot. I really Really? Lo- I thought this song was great. You on lead. I man. thought this song was great. I like the, the piano flute. bird. I think that the way they do like the vocal harmonies like actually works. Like this is the only one that comes together. They like do like Latin jazz and like pull it off. The Doors, who are known for but, Latin jazz. Yeah. Does this belong on a Doors No, album? no, no. This it's is, like, like not, like, what I want from a Doors song. Why would but you like, put this on a Doors album? What I does can't this have fucking, to do with anything? I can't, I can't lie, man. I was grooving. I was grooving. This shit made me, I was grooving to this shit. I don't know, just, like, there's stuff called the weather report. We got a, we got a high of 78 rolling in. It's going to be 63 by the bay. Like, it's definitely sure still... Was, but hat. 
it's still a shit on their legacy, you know. Like but, it's garbage. It's complete it's garbage. Not. But just name yourself your band something like the Quiet Storm. Yeah, you like if this mean? was if if someone played this for me and said this is the Butts band, this is what the Butts band sounds <laughs> yeah. like, I would probably fucking check Dude, out the Butts band. I see. I go on Butts band tours. To see Butts Band live. Like, is this what I'm missing? Like, should I check out the Butts Band? Is oh this what God. the Butts Band is serving? Or are they no. serving, like, everybody's rocking? I'm shocked by the level of, like, mental gymnastics you have to do to, like, make this a good song. I'm not doing gymnastics. I just know one when I hear one. I'm sorry. <laughs> A really, smashy. The piano bird of your heart was spoken to. <laughs> it was fluttering like are... that fluttery flute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. A, it, again, I think if it was <laughs> right, if it was an instrumental alone, then like I could maybe forgive it. But the lyrics are so stupid. It's like, man, this, yeah. this friggin' bird, he, like, I was Lord, playing piano and he came up. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> right there, wow. the green tree is singing to me the melodies. And in return, I play for him. I play him a song on my piano. What did I do? Dude, deep, man. Yeah, that's this... fucking dumb. I'm sorry, I think that's there's dumb. a lot going that's on fine. there. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, like the per- some good guitar. No. The solo section in the song, like fucking rules. I'm sorry, dude. dude these are all excellent musicians. Yeah, but it's, it's like not, not even really the Doors album. doing that's the work on this. It's the session musicians, it really, it's who are carrying this one. yelling at eight dudes and you know <laughs> doing his Steely Dan like, "All right, you do a solo, and all right, you <laughs> take your shirt off and do a solo." <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, Manzarek does this like call and response solo with the flute, and you know what makes we want to fucking blaze a fat tube of dirt weed. <laughs> this, <laughs> yeah, is a real, this is a real Beaster album. Yeah, <laughs> this is. A, this is. I, I don't even know if it's a Beaster. No, album. actually, it was you probably like Beaster's. I heard it's a merch. I heard that Ray Manzarek has got KB. <laughs> KB, man. <laughs> Dude, Ray Manzarek actually did. Uh, it's rumored like. He used when he was in the army and stationed in Laos. He like grew weed out there and like what? brought it all brought it all back to California with him. That's how like he funded like the first like Doors demos. Where's shit. that on the yeah. album? <laughs> I think yeah. I feel uh, like he'd given up. You know, he's more like the. He was he grew disgusted by weed. This is like him. <laughs> Like, this is, instead of that, this is him buying, like, a boat called, like, the Lizard Man or something. <laughs> like, it's not even, he got the name wrong. He was just like, sure, Lizard Man, whatever. Every time just he put every, Lizard Man on it, I'll be in Guam. <laughs> every time he sparked a doob a mar- after this, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> every time he sparked a doob after this, like, he would just, like, the smoke would arrange itself into the laughing face of Jim Morrison, and he would be like, oh, no. Have an anxiety attack. Oh. Yeah, I hope these guys were haunted in some way, but it doesn't seem like it. It's just no, like each decade, it's enough. just more of a horrible cash well, in. With I like, don't know. Maybe this album, like maybe them only being able to produce well, they did an album break of up the caliber of this. Full Circle. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's like a curse, like a the Morrison curse, like a dark hex put on them through like. <laughs> You know, he, he was into some occult bullshit, Yeah, right? sometimes, but also right. you can sometimes hex yourself by just being an incompetent piece of shit. <laughs> That's true. That's like the biggest hex the ultimate you can put hex. on yourself that <laughs> Rayman Zarek and all these dudes have. It's just like... <sighs> And just putting out stuff that nobody wants and nobody Asked likes for. at yeah. all. It's just horrible. And yeah. each decade just gets worse where they're just playing the same crap over and over again. And, and they just bring up whatever flavor the And then they're do. visibly distraught in the presence of s- fucking... Sp- 
Skrillex. <laughs> like, it's, it's just amazing the amount of anger, and then they just that that video is amazing. I just I remember right. fifteen minutes. No of eye just, contact. Just how much they're like, hey, we'll go down to Venice Beach, and they just look so uncomfortable and just out of place. It's like it's seeing, a funeral march, dude. When you see really old guys and they're dressed in so many tie dye, it's like so it's just <laughs> such a weird look. And one of the funniest parts You didn't that, say they were dressed in tie-dye. Oh, Dude, no. he's wearing... It's almost like a Rasta wig. He's almost wearing like a Rasta <laughs> It's like Homer in Hullabalooza. Exactly. It has that, like, I'm a cool... And one of the funniest things is he's, like, looking at, like... I, I, I think it's Krieger. He's, like, looking at Doris' T-shirts, and he's like, huh, these aren't official, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> and you know right after the camera went off, he's like... Uh, could you get my lawyer on the phone? Uh, we need to talk about this Venice Beach shop. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, but it, it, oh man, it, it it's just so. That's one of the funniest. Yeah, things. it's and how it's, it's a big it's a big poor sm- guy that just wanted. He's like, I'm here and I just got to do this thing. And I normally not a big scrolls, but it was just like you know, he's just trying to get through this crap too. It's big snitch check. energy, is what I would say. Is yeah, what I'm no. for this album, like yeah. it's like, like it's like the kid who's telling the RA yeah. that like exactly. you know what? Well, exactly. Make a note of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna talk to these guys <laughs> yeah, about these guys. my merchandising rights on yeah. Venice Beach. But this whole album kind of has that vibe. Yeah. Right? Yes. it's you square. Know? It's square. It's so square. And that's the one thing that I looked up before all this, and the most important question, and what I thought when I was starting to look up this, maybe they were just ending a contract. They had two extra albums. I was no, fe- they literally signed a new contract <sighs> yeah. to make this garbage. I, I the thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. And I, incredible. Because I, I, it sounds so phoned in. It sounds oh, like, you know, uh, The Clash cut the crap. I was about to say, like, I had a friend that one of uh, he made me so angry one time because I was in his car. He would just do hor- he'd make horrible music choices that would just enrage people driving with him. The point where like, oh my god, and like his, just a troll. Like oh no, just, no, just, just in conscious. His name was Wiener Mike. He was just a wienery guy. <laughs> and just to train you to be yeah. on making stuff. So is that stuff. how you first heard this album? <laughs> no, but oh well, no. Well, actually, yes, because first of all, <laughs> he put on. Um, like well, I was listening to Giving Enough Rope, and I was like, "Oh, awesome! Good, you put on this." And, and he's like, "Actually, I want to listen to this one." And he put on "Cut the Cut Crap." The crap. Did he put it on a track one, or did he at least put on like "This Is England"? No, he started track one. Oh yeah, God! Oh one. no! So like, oh yeah, that's I got gonna be an episode. Oh, for that was sure, some, dude. And then and then he did the other thing too, where we were listening to like another like a Doors best of thing, and it actually it wasn't the full album, but it was a bunch of tracks from these two albums, and it was like. He was like, let me fast forward to these ones. I was like, what the, what is this? What is this? We were all just like, oh my God. <laughs> and I think it might have been even worse. It might have been like an MP3 CD that he oh, just put everything. Oh, no. all the worst it. of all things. Where's Wiener Mike at oh, now? Dude. We need him as like a oh, recurring man. guest on the no. show. Yeah, we, we need it. to have like a uh, Wiener Mike take segment, <laughs> like where we give him a call and be like, dude, oh, no, what do you think of uh, yeah. Chance the Rapper's The Big Day? Oh man, no, that is not out. That is way not on his uh, radar not for him. The, He's no. kind of like in the middle of nowhere in New Hampshire. Like we got. He can huge, only listen oh, to Green Day's Revolution Radio. <laughs> he was also a big late Green Day proponent. Oh no! Big, so many horrible things. I tried to train him well, and but he was just one of those friends who was just like, I got. He's and a I, I, now I can't even talk to him. We got in huge political arguments. Oh, oh my dad voted for a racist. He's not that bad. And then in, like <laughs> to the point where you're just like, I we yeah, that's done. I feel I feel yeah, Ben there. 
been there. Like well, anyway. but I'm not missing too much, especially for those of us from crap. Massachusetts and, and New Hampshire. Exactly, <laughs> dude. And then that. because both of the cut the crap thing and the bling bling bling, it's the first time. That is probably the first time I've heard. Or I've wow. Heard. Wow. Shout so out to Wiener you, Mike. Thank Wiener you, Wiener Mike, for I don't training. Think be doing this episode, <laughs> this once and future stopping. This fucking like. All-time great episode. I know it <laughs> is. Going it up is. in the rafters. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's our revolution radio. All right, so should we do? Let's fucking right, so end the again, shit. Are we done? Uh, that song was great. This um, next song is called <laughs> Hard to Disagree. Uh, it slipped my mind. Oh, oh yeah, this is the one that literally slipped my mind. Oh, so let's go good. ahead. Let's I make wish it quick. It just don't slip my mind. It just don't slip my mind. Slip it to me. Ah, <laughs> smooth one. Ba-da, ba-da. What's that about? That's just another cool hippie guy song. This is these guys fuck were tuned in, man. Dude, and this is what hippie guys like me, we talk to our friends about all the time. <laughs> yeah. I guess Did I, you hear that hot track? <laughs> yeah. Hey man, it just slipped my mind. <laughs> Dave's Some, Dave's you know, not here, man. You know. <laughs> exactly. This is a good <laughs> Cheech and Chong level. God. Yo, these vocals are a charisma vacuum. Oh my God. Just Robbie Krieger in general is like the four billion. It's the same energy as that guy. You know what I mean? It's just so nasally and horrific. <laughs> you know, and it's just. It's the, a fucking. Uh, this is even it, less like. But, uh, you know, it it is sexless. <laughs> it is. It's like. It, it's not just unsexy. Cool. It like sucks the sex out of a room. Dude, <laughs> it sucks oh, all it the charisma. Like it sucks. The sex from the instruments. It's it's it a plonky, the, plonky, it, honky, tonky, 12-bar blues bootleg karaoke <laughs> performance of a Doors song recorded in a grandmother's basement. Like, it's <laughs> it's so... There's nothing on the in uh, that I've listened to... Uh, okay, that's probably not true. Um, this is in, like, the upper echelon of the least vital <laughs> songs ever yeah, recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you is, know what I mean? Like, it's... It, it, it's, like, oh, it's man, shockingly out, <laughs> pointless. Yeah, this it's is... like, do they think anyone that was into drugs would want to listen to this? No. It's like, what is Spi- why? Spike I think my they were line. Like, I think they were like, yeah, exactly. maybe like, even like, uh, you know I drug what? myself. That's funny. <laughs> you know what? Like, we're done with like the drug crowd, man. Like, let's just skewer them. Let's just make these songs about how they're there's no even they don't want to go to war and. <laughs> And they uh, and they just can't remember anything, you know. Like fuck them, we're artists. No, there's none of that. There's none of anything, dude. I wish somebody spiked somebody's wine. Like, yeah. we gotta yeah. stay awake somehow. Like that's they, the fucking lyric of the song. It's just let me do the same of my wine. But maybe it comes through as contempt for your audience for like. Yeah, that's. I'm actually. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting a little bit. This crap, you know. Is like if there if there is any commentary on like. Like you know the 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 changing culture the and shit. It's of the like it's them siding with Nixon and being like, yeah, these fucking hippies are yeah, fucking free. It's that snitch energy. I'm telling yeah. you, dude. Yeah, it's that narc energy. Exactly. They're, they're narking on their the, former selves. The, this air of the doors is like Kent State, kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's <laughs> <laughs> that heartless and that sold out. They're the, the centrists. They're the modern day centrists. Get daddy of coming, a, man. Yeah, <laughs> with street pride. Signs. Well, yeah. shouldn't we be proud of ourselves? Exactly. Our way of life is dying, man. My my royalty checks are dying. I need to come out with another bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> I do some of the high guy. <laughs> that was probably the first draft of this song. Was like, should we just call it High Guy? <laughs> it's like their imitation of Jim Morrison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're trying to remember, like, what was like, Jim like? He was really high. <laughs> he, he, he didn't say anything important. Yeah, let's, like, let's, like, let's like write a song from his perspective. You know, hey guys, that's me, Jim Morrison. <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? That's what Jim was like. So this is a tribute to Jim. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say though? When the guitar solo came in, I was like, nice. They're amazing musicians. Yeah, and this is pretty good it's guitar not solo. offensive music no. in the background. You know, it's not horrible. It's oh like, come on, dude. No, the, no, the song is bad. The casual meditation solo. shout outs. No, if you took the lyrics away, I'm just talking about the actual music. It's still you know what dumb. I mean? I think it's, it's mostly just, it still bad. Be, oh yeah, but, but it wouldn't I think be as offensive without these like <laughs> You get these <laughs> moments. Uh, but again, it would just be innocuous. You get little moments. Like I feel like there's like one. They'll like shine through for like twenty seconds, and, and there's like a one guitar solo in the song where you you hear that Krieger's maybe still got a little bit of juice. Mm-hmm. Dude. But uh, I mean, the rest. Of the, I mean, like that's the only juice you're getting from. Think of how many people invested in the the guitar sound of this just to to do all this pointless garbage, which were, is a perfect lead-in. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> how much production, how much work went to all oh, these my thousands of needless bridges to songs. If when you bridges if you actually listen to this exactly, they just go off into nowhere. If you actually listen to this off album and torture yourself, you can, you know, whatever whatever painful method if you <laughs> used to listen to this album. <laughs> like, just think of all the horrible bridges. Shove this album underneath your fingernails. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's really and fucked up. And this is up. like the this is the peak of that feeling yeah. too. Yeah. You know? Think like of all this, the people that had to make this. This know? is the crust of the crap. This it's is the horrible. worst of all. So, so this is bad. the shit cherry on top of the shit Sunday. <laughs> really. Um, the Peking King, <sighs> and the New York Queen, or is it the Peking Queen? And the New York King. No, so he reversed the role. So yeah, so oh, we talk about this? Dangerous. I feel you like you cut two first, you yeah. cut two clips for this, right? Yes. Okay. Right. So let's play the first clip, and then we'll talk about the themes and uh, the, uh, the, the the little the story that's being told in this song. Um, am I playing the shamelessly racist one first? No, or? we'll we'll get to the shameless shamelessly well, racist one. Okay. Like if I'm really gonna analyze the themes of this, I'm gonna need copies of the Bible, <laughs> <laughs> and then the for, Dead Sea Scrolls. Exactly, and then. To <laughs> throw them out the window because this makes even more sense. This, is, <laughs> this song is my religious belief system. Oh, man. The sun is the moon. People, man. It's just like insultingly so stupid. Oh, oh man. Oh. And also and insulting so and racist. offensive. And yeah, easily, easily the most racist, so racist song I've heard on this show. Wow. Like, Dude. can you think of another one? Like, 
Um, that Motley crew. <laughs> Don't you wish we just get along? Uh, um, similarly misguided, yeah. Similarly tr- shooting for something. Just Vince and Neil with a gong. That'd be so <laughs> funny. <laughs> just, that's basically what that song is. Uh, and maybe uh, check that out. maybe some it? of the little Dicky songs. I can't oh, remember. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> He was pretty. And we did do that Tom McDonald on the worst of 2018. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Definitely. And there's like so this one is about as racist as the Tom McDonald song. We'll say maybe a little bit more. It's it's that same kind of energy. (laughs) This this song's just trying to preserve its culture. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let's uh, let's go ahead. That was a shagadelic That song. was shagadelic as fuck. Oh, man. So this song is about, it's a little allegory about the Peking king <laughs> and the New York queen. It's wow. the sun and the moon come down to earth, and they say, well, let's be people who act like people. And one of them goes to the west. One of them goes to the mysterious far east. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Where they eat sushi. Where, what? Yeah, so, uh, and then uh, he goes on to say, you know, I mean, just the myriad differences here. They read books in different directions. Oh, wow. Brings that up a couple times. Oh, yeah. Uh, Opposite eyes, opposite minds. Whoa. You know, it's just... Like, as tone deaf as Jim Morrison could be, (laughs) I can guarantee you he would not prefer to an Asian person. (laughs) As having opposite eyes, opposite minds... And this song is about <laughs> Peking, you know. I think by this time it had been romanized as Beijing in for a while at least. But uh, it's about Peking, and I think he's pawing at something here, something to do with his own relationship with his not Chinese, but rather Japanese wife. Yeah, well, all the same, am I right? I exactly. mean, right? It's that level of subtlety. It's the East. <laughs> by writing a story yes. about the sun and the moon... And I'll just, you know, it's just so hard for them folks to get along in the East and West. But, I mean, you know, they're, we're all the same. We're all the same. All the same. You know, we just, we just, it's like the Everyone's sun of, it's like, like the me, sun, Ray Manzarek, the, the ultimate the, man. <laughs> the sun and the moon, you know, they each serve their purposes, the night and the day. Like, it's just important. You can be two completely different, like, basically species of people in his Yeah, view, right. But, like, you know, like, it's two important sides of the same coin. So to really extra uh, to 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 drive home the point about uh, you know just how different you know the 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 sun king and the moon queen are, um, <laughs> they see a bunch of little, racist shit. Oh, they sure do. Yeah, argument. A- <laughs> this little uh, anything you can do, I can do better between a Chinese man and a like Southern American man. Yeah. Uh, and by Chinese man, I mean. Raymond Zarek doing a horrible accent, like not even a correctly racist accent. Like it's, <laughs> it's just, it doesn't even sound like somebody from the South Shore. Else. You know how to. I know how to. I, <laughs> down in the South Shore, they know how to do a racist Chinese accent. I mean, let me tell you. Let me tell you. If there's what. anything they can do right, 
that's it. <laughs> and by right, we mean wrong. So yeah. anyway, content no, this, warning. His, his, yeah, content warning is very, about to get up. very racist. <laughs> and he's not even, the accents, it, like, what does the, we'll talk what? about it. We'll what? talk, we'll go ahead. Let's uh, let it speak for itself. Someone had to say it, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, just dropping, Did they? Just dropping truth. This is, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, Jesus Christ, man. Wow. <laughs> that, the fact that anyone thought this was cool, and the, the guys in the studio were like, this is a great idea. Yeah, the, the, oh, they had man. the full session music like, crew in here. Like The label was, you know, I'm sure gave them an advance to oh, record I'm this sure, and was hearing, sure. hearing the results and like, Someone signed off on this. And then Ray Manzarek's poor wife, oh my God. who he can't even Can tell if she's Chinese that? or Japanese. Dude, is this a tribute? It's because it's it's well, like, yeah, they, this what? is such a tribute to you, but I totally spaced on a few big details. Yeah, right. Yeah, the raw fish. Uh, well, that's And I'm going to have uh, me do your voice. So it's just a guy. <laughs> yeah, and him doing your voice, it sounds like he's doing like <laughs> Bjork or something. Dude, he like, does like an even... aristocratic dandy. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like a Dutch, like a Dutch <laughs> yeah. dandy. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, there's definitely uh, this, is, this monologue is like two steps away from being a hate crime. <laughs> it's like it's so really close. fucked up. So better dead than red. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His American perspective is just like the most fucking redneck perspective. That's really the one of the worst parts of that is the fact. But it's hard to describe. There's like, so many worse parts. No, no, the, yeah, I exactly. don't know. I this, think the racist. The this race might be is, the worst thing the Doors ever did. Yeah. This, particular bridge because that's the other thing i was just thinking about was if jim morrison was left in that condition on stage he would probably say some racist shit oh, yeah, but it wouldn't true. be this it wouldn't be some at least it would be melodic <laughs> <laughs> did no, he ever dude. go on like a racist rant he might as I well i feel like have. he had a weird thing with native americans oh he, yeah oh he like he believed was. the native american soul like went into him his uh yeah. his, him and his his father uh had a car crash like elizabeth warren crash <laughs> <laughs> He's the same percentage. Got her. Yeah. No, it was hilarious. He thought that was a big part of the Doors motif of the movie. It was like they drove by on vacation, right. like a car crash, and he thought like an Indian soul went into him. And yeah, because he and saw like, like Indians like crying and like bleeding on the side. Yeah. Of the road or or he invented it because everybody else in his family he was like, "This isn't it. true," and <laughs> this like barely happened. Yeah. Like, so and that's one of those things. That's one of the funny. Just parts. like Elizabeth. Warren. Yeah. Exactly. It's very similar. <laughs> At least she or hasn't like, done an album like. Or like this. every yeah. Irish American family and and. You know, New England with with prominent cheekbones that has some story. Well, I think this <laughs> is more racist than Jim Morrison claiming that a Native American <laughs> soul inhabited him. Somehow, this is more racist. And this that's is just wild. slightly more just like eye-rollingly painful. Where you're just like, why <sighs> would you? Why did you have to do this this yeah. poorly? And this execute this idea. If you're gonna do this, it's a terrible a idea. Yeah, if you're, it, uh, it's like at least you could have made that section not racist and just not even, as you were saying, just the accents aren't even right. 
Uh, I mean, what is no, this? Is even, even the racist act, right? Like, it, yeah. Uh, maybe you could have meditated on this one a little bit longer. Right? Definitely, no. <laughs> I'm sure you were inspired by like the unity of of spirit, and, like you know, <laughs> east and west, <laughs> the ultimate opposites, nothing in common. And they were like, Ray, do you have to wear a straw hat when you're recording this? <laughs> <laughs> so it gets me in the mode. Of identify with my Even wife. I can be racist because I have a wife. Ray, do you have to tape your eyes shut? <laughs> exactly. Even Mickey Rooney method. is like, I got to draw yeah, the line. Yeah. Yikes. No, it really Pull takes the, collar. the subtlety of that that Mickey Rooney. It does. It's that level of good. It really is. Where you're like, I am really glad I just saw that. <laughs> and especially when I had to listen. And this is the note this. that they yeah. end the yeah. album on. This is the big on. finisher. This is and big it's a long finisher. song. It's a long it's a song. Six it has minutes. movement. Shocking. Oh, it it's isn't. It is a it is a, 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 a an opus, oh. but it's just like it's almost like a. But the entire time through this opus, the entire six minutes or so, he's the lyrics never stop being. He's horrible at singing and just meaningless garbage. You know, it's but just it, a, the it's, only meaning is racism. Exactly, it's a it's story not even that like the nowhere. other ones that have yeah. the virtue of meaninglessness. This one is just racist. They were just like. It has a meaning like and pointless, it's pointless trippy garbage, but at least it wasn't racism. It was pointless but not racist. Which exactly. is what you re- this is the I, worst of all the best worlds. you can ask if for. If you can do that is, with music, is hats bad. off to you, buddy. <laughs> hats off to you, brother. Hulk Hogan voice. That's <laughs> our bar. well known. <laughs> well known racist scumbags. Yeah. Oh, I meant great musicians. Oh, oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. The that, wrestling that boot too. band. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I am a real American. No, this is just horrific, and it, it just sounds like a, like almost like an Andrew Lloyd Webber like hair musical. Like it's yeah. so big and just that's one thing when you think of the crews of people, the sound engineers that had to once again Mike Ray's huge friggin' yeah. piano, just massive and loud, and yeah. had to mic so his, he could so he could do that full. Just down the entire Just dance along those keys, baby. Exactly. (laughs) 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 They gave him those little slippers. (laughs) 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 And he was just walking up and down the keys like that. (laughs) He did everything. He was very method. What What a monster. Uh, oh, all right, so man. that's wow, it for we that. Whoa. <laughs> we, uh, we made it through. We broke on through the other side. Of we circle. sure did. And what did th- it get us? We're, we're through the portal, <laughs> the evolution of man. We've gone from babies to full-grown Jim Morris, naked Jim Morris. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's time to rate the it album. sure is. And uh, every uh, time we do this, we rate the album on a scale of zero to negative five because we only discuss terrible music on this show. And we ask our guest to choose the quantified by which we are judging this work of not. Um, so uh, zero to negative five of something, and you get to decide. Of uh, lawsuits from the estate of Jim Morrison. <laughs> 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 oh, perfect, perfect. Because All right. I'm sure that's what Pam and her family were thinking of the second they heard this. Listen, it's true. Um, and what would you give this uh, from zero to negative five lawsuits from the estate of Jim Ooh, Morrison? Well, I think you probably cooled off from the first one. And this one is kind of like, this is your punishment that you've kind of built. You've kind of bricked yourself into this uh, 
of being this person that's so maybe just four, four lawsuits, just enough. The negative, negative, four, negative four, negative four. Sorry, not even close to four good lawsuits. Oh, no. I'm talking four dirty ones here. <laughs> Calling in, like, you know, they go had the private eye go through your garbage and found yeah. stuff. Negative four of like the lawsuits from like the courts in uh, Franz Kafka's The Trial. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're just nonsensical and confusing. You never find out what you even did. They're just going to cut your head off. Exactly. You wrote yeah. "Get Up and Dance." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, if so I you found it... out that the guy in the, the trial like wrote this album, I think he deserved what he got. Uh, well, yeah, in that book. I'm like, that's fair. That's fair. So you give it a negative four, and negative. why? Why? Just because this is just so insulting that it has the Doors name on it. There's so many other things, and it's just like it's so lazy and tires. We're just like, you hate doing. It's the same thing as the essence of that Skrillex thing. Like, you hate being here. I hate like, being here. I hate being here. <laughs> it's how I feel listening to this album, and I'm sure. Yeah. I think as a musician, you think, "What conversation am I having <laughs> with my audience?" And it's kind of like, "Hey, jerks, here's some. <laughs> buy some more crap. I like it. I'm in the band. You know what I mean? Please fuck me. Please clap. Dude, and, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please dance. It, a, it has a Jeb Bush low energy thing to it, and you can even tell during the. You can if you guys are really loving it like me, and you can go to the Beat Beat Club. <laughs> They did it on. Uh, wake up your your partner yeah, in the they, middle of the night. Exactly. <laughs> Panicked. Yeah, I was like, to commentary baby, about. Look at this '70s German TV <laughs> footage of them playing the songs from this album. Notably, I'm horny. I'm stoned. Or the album before, but literally they end it and they're just like, oh, okay. Like that's the energy <laughs> at the, when they end the song. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so it just becomes the delicious dish yeah one oh, of the man. I'd say about this album why I give a f- negative four is as one of the most insulting things they went over the Larry Sanders show but one of the most insulting things you can say as an, an artist is like that was a very workman like performance <laughs> and this because it literally yeah, looks you're not an artist you're digging a ditch <laughs> it looks like you were doing a lot of work you're and like a union plumber. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> well, at doing, least there's pride in exactly, that. Exactly. <laughs> you're doing Shakespeare with that. Yeah, exactly. I would rather that, you know. But you're doing with it that energy of like, wow, he is really working for this one. Yeah. That's how I feel about these albums. Yeah. Struggling through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, I think that I, it's very Bruno esque. It's yeah, very, yeah. very, very Bruno. It's got big Bruno I would energy. say big Bruno energy, big snitch energy. <laughs> but but the thing that makes it worse than Bruno is obviously the way that like at least with the return of Bruno, Bruce Willis's <laughs> big uh, big debut and end as a music star, <laughs> as a fabricated music star. Like that was created. It was a fabricated legacy. It was in totally invented characters. This was, as we mentioned, like you know reanimating a corpse on the grave of an actual <laughs> legacy, you know? Like, this is selling it off for for fresh organs. Like, yeah. just, <laughs> like, black market organ harvesting of, like, uh, of a legacy. Of, of not just a legacy of a band, but a legacy of history of music in the United States. Like, the end of the 60s, the end of this era of idealism and, uh, you know, hope for revolution. You had this opportunity to wrestle with some dark themes, with any themes, with something interesting, and there's nothing here. And so it's not even like with Bruno where it exists in a vacuum 
you know, of its own design. Like this, this existed in a real context, and it took that context and it shat all over it with its big butts band. As a butts album, I'm sure it would be garnering a, a positive point five because God love them, they they tried. But this is it. It's taking. It's sinister. There's something sinister and shameless and and painful almost. That's what I like to hear when I want to hear my fucking <laughs> l- flaccid lounge music. I want to. I want to hear pain <laughs> and regret. Yeah. Negative. What did I give Bruno? Negative two point five. I think you just gave it a negative two. Okay. Yeah. So this is I, I like because the instrumentals for the most part are not so offensive. It's it's more again contextual how offensive this is. Um, I'll give it a negative three point two five. Wow. I would say that's a little bit generous, like given the comments. <laughs> um, I, but I, I, do, I do see where you're coming from because, like, there are a few moments on this album that I can like turn my brain off and rock out to for a second, you know, or like a song like the Piano Bird, where I'm like, oh, you know, well, like they're they're doing interesting things here, even though they're fucking nerds. That I want to, that I wish that those football players at the show in <laughs> beat up. Beat up. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's, I think it's, I, it's hard for me to give it like a three point two, negative three point two five, something that generous, because of what you mentioned of like just that how much this album is just a series of turds on, like <laughs> the the fucking rotting corpse of like the man who brought them all of their fame and glory like yeah. you know someone they despite whatever differences they had with them and how much of a piece of shit listen it was, was a like, sick what organ did, riff on sh- light my fire oh yeah they that, should have at least like had the decency to like recognize like what he did for them by right. like having a cool voice and being hot and like writing weird poetry <laughs> that, and telling them and basically I'm sure, obviously, listening to this and then listening to their previous albums, like, being their bullshit detector. Being the one to be like, no, I'm not going to sing over that. That's fucking sucks. Oh, definitely. Uh, no, and sure. then after that, it just is the floodgates of every horrible idea that Ray can force people to do. And you can tell it's a lot of that shit. But you know. Yeah. So it's very um, disrespectful. It's a very disrespectful yeah. album. It's disrespectful to... The Doors' legacy and Jim Morrison is disrespectful to the fans of The Doors and, you know, what they would come to expect. Like, to think that anyone would fucking want this and to pump money into it and, like, listen to it and be like, yeah, this is cool. This is what the people need. The, we don't, mosquito. We're going to sign a new yeah. contract so people can hear this. Uh, it sucks. It's disrespectful. So, I mean, even though I do like some of the uh, some of the jams... You know, in parts, like, some total, and in what the album represents, uh, I gotta be with Ethan here. This is a negative four uh, wow. lawsuits nice. from the uh, Jim Morrison. I feel like <laughs> I hated it more than you consistently, and I gave it a, a better rating. But I don't know. I think I hate Well, I think you weren't it, super it was short. into the doors. Can I tell any- you that? It was, I, I do, I am consistent on the show of giving allowances for short albums. It felt uh, long, After though. listening to a 75-minute fucking Tool album for oh, the last God. episode. Ooh. Yeah. I, I just know this is one of the albums that I did, like, I listened to twice. Sometimes I listen to albums twice on the show instead of just once, you know. But it was really hard to hit play that second time. It was really hard. Oh, I didn't. You know? There is not a lot of reward. 
Yeah. For like, I can't wait to explore and no that risk. Vista. And yeah. that, that's and that's like, the whole thing that that unites it. And I said it before. There's no stakes. There's nothing. At, there's nothing at stake. It's just piddling bullshit. It yeah. It's just it's a bar band. It shows that they're just nothing without this guy, and that he's yeah. just piddling. It's just they, they have no idea. And they mercifully broke up immediately after this. Oh, but, thank God! But then it's just the next cash in, and it's like, who else yep. can we put in leather pants? The answer and, is and, uh, Skrillex. Exactly. No, <laughs> thank God. Ethan Marsh, we we want to thank you for being oh, on the show. Today. So oh my goodness, this this has been such a joy. Ethan Marsh, I didn't do even your full bio at the beginning, but he is a, a comedian here in Boston, and you have a residency at Arts at the Armory, at the Somerville Armory. And, yeah, uh, do a show there. Yeah. Tell, me, tell me about that. Tell, tell all the stuff. comedy. It's super fun, super long running, so I really love that. Uh, do not just stand-up, but I have a lot of interesting character comedians, do... Stuff you wouldn't normally see at a stand-up club. I love uh, old school game show. That's yes. my main thing right now. It's uh, my life. That's my favorite thing. And you're a, you're it's a funnest thing out there. Writer, writer. and uh, and cast member yes. of the old school game show. No, Shout out. Oh, it's so fun. Keep an eye out for the old school game show holiday spectacular. Oh, I know we yes. have one at the Oberon. That, uh, that's in December, so. Very cool. At that, check it out, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely be there. Is it oldschoolgameshow.com? You can find out stuff, yep, I'm assuming. Yes. so. Um, but the Old School Game Show, for those of you who are uninitiated, is a, a hilarious alternative weirdo variety game show theater comedy freak out. Like, it, it's, it's... It's awesome. It's so good, and it's completely unique, and it, it's channeling the greasiest, grimiest, uh, like, game show the hosts Richard of Pryor yesteryears. Yeah, <laughs> No, it's, it's out there. Like, yeah, the the boundaries we push are really fun. And when I just read the outlines of the scripts, the stuff that he's coming up with. I'm like, wow, this is going to be something if we can pull this off. And it's just uh, such a Mike D'Angelo, such a creative guy. Yes, Jenny Nightshade. You know, what I mean, such a great group of people. We gotta have them on. It's so fun. Oh, they'd be and fun. They have gr- a lot of opinions on music. And <laughs> yeah, some horrible stuff that I'm sure that he would justify. You know, <laughs> to a lot of '80s kind of. Well, God bless you, Ethan. I, I think I show. care more about this album than all of the members of the Doors the, while they were making this. Yes, and we've proven it once again by by talking for so long so and so extensively about. I'm going to be outside. We'll do another hour after this. We'll <laughs> muttering play. on the sidewalk. Exactly. It'll be the post game. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. So you can check out. Yeah, Ethan we should Marsh. do a Patreon of just us continuing to talk about this <laughs> yeah, album. Exactly. Can you believe that? Shit? <laughs> How Whoever many different ways can we is. say that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me tell you a lot. Um, oh, yeah, you can find out more about Ethan Marsh at www.ethanmarsh.net. .net. Dot .net. Um, <laughs> technology guy. And go see him perform in old school game show and yeah. doing stand up and doing all sorts of cool shit yes. out there in the world. You can find us at www.makeitstoppodcast.com. We are a Pantheon podcast. Uh, we are part of that community. Thank you to Pantheon yes. for indulging us and for all of you for listening. And you can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Make It Stop Cast. You can email us some like Z side Jim Morrison Mad Lib poetry over like a sparse beatnik beat, please. Email that to us. That's our sorry. What? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what is... so I'll go with it. <laughs> I gave Heather a look, but I have nothing better. Oh man, we get we we have we we're still looking for a five paragraph uh, essay on Hinder. Yeah, first things first, five paragraph essay on Hinder. Please get it over to us. Stoppies, we need it. Um, Uh, No, you know what? Make us a macaroni drawing about uh, the PK 
King King and the New York Queen. <laughs> a macaroni. Yes. How uh, racist do you are? Are you going to rate it on racist? <laughs> yeah, let's get ourselves banned uh, from every platform. Yeah, let's not get canceled yeah, exactly. yet. Yeah. We, we're just on the Jesus, come up. This weird all right podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. All right. And uh, yeah, support us, Tommy. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. And uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> The Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick, and the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.